0: Another week, another talking Dirty. Oh! Oh! Episode 86, we have a full NFL Draft Preview Breakdown. I got expert picks, Pepper McShay picks, our picks, and the what-ifs, the wild cards, the holy shits, this might happen. Um, over in the MLB, we got Trevor Bauer and Fernando Tatis having a little uh, disagreement. And it's hilarious. Um, Over in the NHL, Sidney Crosby's breaking more records. In the NBA, Kevin Love is having a temper tantrum. Um, Over in pop culture, uh, I have a little review for the Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, Also, we go through the Oscars for 2021, the winners, Um, and then over in TV, the finale for the Falcon Winter Soldier, and of course, jams of the week. So with that, take it away, Ryan.
1: The pick is in, and with the first overall pick in the 2021 beer draft the hand select Talk Dirty Koozie. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow, I had that on my mock.
1: Yeah, dude. I don't know where I was going with that, but anyways, koozies are a good way to keep your beer cool and your hands warm, so we, you can order one from us. $7 a piece. It has our logo on it. It's super cool. It helps us out. Uh, so DM us if you're interested. $7 for a koozie. For sure. And for with sure. that being said, let's get into it. You. and before we get into it, guy, how are you doing? A little the tables have turned.
0: Yeah, oh, the turntables.
1: Oh, ch- 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm doing was.
0: great, dude. Uh, I'm a fantasy champion.
1: Yes, congrats, congrats. Yeah, dude.
0: It was a stressful week, but Sunday I put up like 300 points. Glad I dude. doubled the Sealed guy's deal. score on Sunday, and it just crushed him at the end.
1: Um, yeah, I knew I knew it was definitely a stressful week for you because I was at work. It was getting blown up. Like, yeah, this dude. This person or this person. Dude, because like the <laughs> first
0: – so I had for Sunday, the 3.30 game, I had Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, and Bruce Brown, who in the first quarter, Kevin Durant was coming off the bench. He had zero points. Mm-hmm. CP3 had 1.2 or something like that. And Bruce Brown was playing with a hurt back because Steve Nash doesn't like to tell people about injuries apparently. So I was just like, this I, I might lose. This is horrible. And then, boom, Kevin Durant puts up 54 Mo Bomba, the, the ad of the day, put up 40. Gafford, the ad of the weekend, put up 42. It was crazy. See,
1: next time you guys booze here, you're going to be playing Mo Bomba and oh, just yeah. dancing around <laughs> the trophy.
0: Honestly, I picked, I saw Mo Bomba. I was like, I really would love to have Mo Bomba if I win this. Like, yeah, check was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good overall win. Got the trophy. Sweet. Plaques on its way.
1: Perfect. Um, and
0: then, yeah. Other than that, how was it for uh, you this past week?
1: Dude? So I got my second COVID vax yesterday. Ooh, there you go. Um, woke up this morning feeling a little shitty, but uh had some coffee, had a cold I mean, that shower. just means you
0: got it. You know, you got the second shot. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It happens. Everybody, everybody's like, oh, I'm sore. Oh, yeah. Or, the no.
1: only thing now is I'm just, my arms are super sore. Like, yeah. I had a fever this morning that's gone already. Like, yeah. it's sweet. Yeah. And it's sweet because I, I read today, too, that uh, whenever the country gets 75% completely vaxed, mm-hmm. masks are gone. No more need for masks. Oh, wow. And we're on like 40. See, they should just lead with that. We're probably like <laughs> 45-ish or something like that now. We're mm-hmm. almost at half. Okay. So probably another like month. Yeah, if you're listening and you hate the mask, just suck it up and get stabbed with the needle already. Yeah. But it's not that hard. Um, all right, before we get into uh, the headlines here... I have, I just want, here's one headline, it's really stupid, I just want to talk about it for a second, it's, it's pop culture, but not really pop culture, mm-hmm. um, there's that one picture of Mark Zuckerberg, I don't know if you've ever seen it, with him surfing, with an insane amount of where he looks sunscreen, like yeah, that came out a couple years ago, everyone roasts him all the time, but he finally <laughs> on an Instagram Live, or Facebook Live, Facebook, not Instagram Live, it's Facebook Live with someone, he <laughs> explained why he had all that sunscreen on, and it wasn't because he's super paranoid weirdo about getting sunburned, it's because he didn't want the paparazzi to know it was him. So he basically used, like, face paint, sunscreen his face paint to hide himself. Dude, it took
0: him, like, a year to come
1: up with that. Dude, it was, like, <laughs> multiple years. <laughs> uh, that picture has been around for a up. while. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that real quick because that's funny. That's I hilarious, don't. yeah. And we've got some miscellaneous sports news here uh, and from the fighting world. We had three quick things this past weekend, Usman versus Mastadol. I don't know if you saw that knockout. That was insane.
0: Wait, is that where the guy, like, his leg shattered?
1: No, that's the same fight. That was a, that on okay. the card. That I one saw wild. that,
0: and I nearly gagged. Mm-hmm. That was disgusting.
1: Yeah, that was one of the lead-up fights, and a dude, essentially, if you've missed it, don't look it up. It's very graphic. Oh, it's so graphic. He
0: you tried have to see it, though. Yeah, he, <laughs> he tried to do
1: a leg strike, and he basically hit the other guy, and their shins hit, and just, his leg just bent around.
0: It, was, it like, was probably a top three injury I've ever witnessed on sports what, or whatever. Yeah, dude, that was wild. Um, Dude, because, yeah, like, first you see it on the hit, and you're like, oh, shit, that thing's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then you see him land on it, <laughs> oh, no. and you're like, oh,
1: no, it's far worse. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's... Holy shit. Um, and that's where, that's, like, the... Each UFC fight has a Joe Rogan, like, yeah, screenshot okay. from his yeah. reaction. That was the big one from this fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no, but the... Uh, it
0: up to the guy. Hopefully he
1: recovers. But, no, did you see the, the title, like, the main fight's knockout? No, no, let me see All right, so... Out. Basically, all was like laughing in his face, and then Usman just says, Fuck this, and just fucks him up. Oh, shit. And like, and dude, you
0: saw the fucking spit s- come out like rock.
1: Just sweat and <laughs> spit just surrounded his head. That's insane. And um, people thought that's just because uh, the camera's super great they caught it. But you can see it, like, there's videos from like point of view from like the crowd. You can see all that Jesus. shit. Like, so it was a hard hit, and it's funny because was just like. ...kind Of, like, laughed at him like a hit before, yeah. And so, Usman's like, fuck this, and it <laughs> ended his life. Um, other fighting news, uh, Jake Paul was there, and besides the crowd chain, fuck Jake Paul multiple times, rightfully so, yeah. He got into it with Daniel Cormier, a retired UFC fighter, of course, Who's a yeah, beast. They're fighting and, next Tuesday, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're fighting like before, they're talking shit back and forth, and they and basically, something like, uh, Cormier said, if I see him in person, it's done. And he nope. saw him in person. He walked up and started like fucking spitching him out and stuff. And those went back and forth. And then apparently came out like a lot yesterday, the day before that. Daniel Cormier said, "I will fight Jake Paul if he wants, but we're not boxing. We're doing MMA. MMA. Yeah. Which, if that's the case, that's smart, Cormier's retired and he's smart. old and fat now, but he would still kick the living shit at Jake Paul. Yeah. And he, I, I guarantee Ben Askren would have if it was MMA." That you're taking one part of the game and just focusing on that. I don't think there's a
0: shot in hell Jake Paul does it. Yeah, but if he were to fight an actual boxer and lose, I could see him maybe doing it if if the beef's still there and like the the uh, attraction as far as like you know the social like the media perspective Mm -hmm. would be enticing. That I could see it happening as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, just for people who don't really understand fighting. The perspective that Cormier is coming from is it's like basically taking, like, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and saying, all right, we're having, like, a mid-range shooting contest. Yeah. And that's what you're doing when you've got MMA people fighting, like, celebrity box. It's like the kid on TikTok who's, like, an insane three-point shooter challenging an NBA player who does more than just shoot, shoot threes to make some good him to a contest. <laughs> yeah yeah. I see that, that. that's basically what Cormier is coming from that's why he wants to do the full thing mm-hmm. um, and then the last fighting news is I don't know if we mentioned it last week or not but uh, Logan Paul is confirmed fighting Fully Mayweather we had that already confirmed before but, but they now we have of, a date yeah they kind of had like uh, a time where they thought they were going to cancel the fight because they didn't get too much interest like off the initial drop but they moved on anyways it's June 5th and it will be in the sixth. Hard Rock Stadium 6th the mm-hmm. or then it's yeah. in, Hard, it's in Hard, Rock, Hard Rock Stadium in Miami that's a huge venue. I can see them selling a lot. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, this thing will. This thing will mm-hmm. be. This thing will blow the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna be
1: horrible. That's me off.
0: When's the last time there was a good pay per view? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Honestly, well, I mean this this one for UFC was good.
1: Yeah, and like I feel like the last couple UFC ones have been great, but, like, but no big, one really cares about UFC. I mean, like
0: big like internet blown up kind of proportions mm-hmm. pay per view event. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm talking like Pacquiao versus Mayweather, mm-hmm. uh, McGregor versus Mayweather, yeah. and then these Jake Paul things. Like they're just yeah. they
1: suck. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, even that last McGregor UFC fight that had a lot of pay-per-view sales because uh, McGregor's coming out of time and he's gonna yeah. fight a uh, Poirier, I think, again. And it just like Conor McGregor got knocked out the first round. Yeah, it was. Like, so it, wasn't, <laughs> it was like it was like a, over like immediately. Like, he's all his hype and it was over mm-hmm. immediate. Um, I feel you there. But, all right, let's get into the other, the big four sports news. Uh, We are going to do MLB, NHL, and I'm going to do my NBA now. That's why I'm taking the lead here. Mm -hmm. um, Because we have so much for NFL that we just have to give it as much time as we possibly Uh, can. So, we'll start off with MLB. Um, Monday night against the Rangers. Shohei Otani, on, on uh, Otani's how you say his last name, I don't know if I said the first name correct, yeah. but he got his second win since 2018, with and the craziest stat of this whole night, is he had nine strikeouts, this is five, in five innings, he had nine strikeouts, and he went two for three hitting with two RBIs. Jesus. Um, so I was with my buddies, who don't give a fuck about baseball, when, yeah. this, when I got this notification about it happening, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, this is insane, and no one seemed to understand how insane it was. So I had to break it down, and they lost interest halfway through my breakdown of it. <laughs> Essentially, what That's I'm fair. saying is, it's insane to see an AL team pitcher use a DH spot, like use the AL team uses a DH spot for a pitcher, uh, and that just shows you how good of like a starting pitcher and a hitter he is. not that like you could do that because in AL with a DH, you don't need to uh, bat your pitcher, and yeah. so they usually don't. And pitchers don't care about batting, but Otani's is like a freak. Baseball player, so
0: good. They're like, actually, yeah, you come like back. you are like, the you're DH. Our first shot.
1: Yeah, which I went yeah. into the whole DH debate too with them, and they're like, dude, we don't care. Shut up. I had a couple claws in it still. <laughs> no, <laughs> I man. think i all passionate about it. That he's so good, I like him a lot. Um, speaking of the Angels, apparently this last off season, the Yankees and the Angels were in trade talks for Aaron Judge that fell through.
0: Is Aaron Judge still good?
1: Um, so uh, last year, I feel like he didn't have the best stats last year, but it's also a shortened season, so you can't really judge that off of that yeah um, I feel like that's true and it, the parallels work with like a New York team a New York team I feel like he's the Odell Beckham where yeah. Yeah. his first like he made like, with the catch made a big, big splash like cut-tailed. his first year he was amazing with like he's hitting bomb after bomb yeah and he was so good <sighs> That he's been kind of riding the coattail where he's still an all star and he's still a great player. Yeah. But everyone, because of that one. He can still get the had.
0: paycheck, but is he actually going to produce Yeah, that
1: money? And I, I don't know. I'm not completely out on Aaron Judge. And I'm sure if we had some Yankee fans here, they would say they're all on Aaron Judge still. Mm-hmm. But I, if I was the Angels and the Yankees, I mean, the Yankees, obviously, I can see why the Yankees didn't want to give him up. But I think that if I was the Angels, I would have pushed harder. Because you have Mike Trout already. You have Otani we're just talking about. Yeah. You have an okay team that is going to keep missing the playoffs unless you add another big name. And why would people want to, like, free agents want to sign with the Angels? when they The can just Angels go to the AL show? or AL. AL.
0: So, yeah, it's tough to make the playoffs, though. And,
1: yeah, exactly. So you need some people. But when you are a team in a city with the Dodgers, people are going to go to L.A. and sign with the Dodgers, not the Angels. There's always the other team. Exactly. <laughs> in L.A. Yeah, so... There's we, the
0: Lakers and, and the Clippers. Yeah.
1: Uh, there's the uh, Rams and Chargers. Chargers, Chargers. yeah. Uh, then, I uh, mean, New York's the same way, though. Until recently, yeah, it's been yeah, like there's, the there's, Yankees
0: and there's the Mets. Except for the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. I don't know. So no, the Knicks
1: reverse. you got Brooklyn now. You got the yeah, Mets. yeah, but um, it, it could get weird. We'll see how playoffs Yeah, the Knicks go. are kind of killing it, which I'm sure we'll get to in a little bit here. Yeah. Um, the Dodgers pitcher, David Price, who last year sat out, opted out. We talked about him before with, like, how he said if they win the World Series, it would have felt really bad. Well, he's hurt, and he's on a 10-day IL for a grade 2 hamstring injury. Strain, I think. Um, So he's back for the Dodgers this year, and he'll be back shortly, but he's out for the meantime. Um, Rockies GM, Jeff Bridich steps down uh, as GM after a shitty start for Colorado. Um Respect. Obviously, there's been a lot of off-season shit going off Colorado they traded Aaron mm. um Trevor Story kind of like hinted that he wanted out but he's still there a lot of mismanaging misman- of like players mm-hmm. mishandling so uh if I was him too I'd step down yeah Get out he, of there, he, he, out. He, yeah
0: he did the Bill O'Brien he fucked it all up and left
1: yeah essentially <laughs> not as not as crazy as Bill O'Brien yeah right
0: not now. as crazy as Bill O'Brien but to to compare it's on the scale it's yeah. on the it's on
1: the far end of the scale too but it's still on the measure scale
0: bill o'brien exactly like a, about 0. 0.34 bill o'brien's <laughs> yeah that's true
1: <laughs> I, I wouldn't
0: be them that high i'd say 2.7 2.7 bill o'brien's that's higher oh i thought it was lower no 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 point you're saying point two. you said three i said 0. 0.34 so you mean point two seven?
1: oh yeah i thought i meant 2.27 yeah okay oh never mind i'm 3.34 yeah. i thought you said 3.4 i'm like that's no, yeah, pretty high dude.
0: we're talking we're talking percentage of
1: percentages of one bill o'brien okay yeah that, that's definitely <laughs> it. that's just the end of o'brien <laughs> the end of the end um or right, this one i don't know how you feel about this uh i have my thoughts on it but we'll, i'll see if i don't even know if you heard of it yet but madison bumgarner threw Great, no through no hitter in a double header game but because the mlb's new rules make things faster the double headers are only seven innings so it doesn't count because it's not a full nine so I I mean so I That's fucked up then. It's fucked up, but I make it makes sense where p a pitching seventy no hitter is not counts no hitter, but it should have like I just kinda there stuck should've it. been a
0: stipulation, if there's a no hitter on the table, play mm-hmm. the game.
1: That's what um Big Cat was proposing. He said there should that should be a rule, if there's no hitter, you keep going until the game's over, nine innings or the other team gets a hit. Mm hmm. If they're, if, Which is yeah. kind of hilarious. Yeah, like <laughs> if, if a team, the team with the no hitter kinda- is winning by a lot. Like if you can play <laughs> the eighth inning, if they get a hit, Dude, it's Did over. you
0: imagine? Like the bets, like at that point too. <laughs> oh yeah, how like, l- like, over how, under? How long, how long are they going to take to get a hit at this point?
1: You yeah, know? that'd be hilarious. Over under two innings, you can do like <laughs> half innings and shit. Um, yeah, that, that'd be that'd be kind of fun. But I think it's kind of it sucks for him. I get why you can't count that, but it, you can't. It sucks for him. Just a stipulation. Yeah. And a big MLB news of the week, a little story time was about Trevor Bauer and Fernando Tatis Jr. So obviously the Dodgers Padres are in the same division and they're both very good teams. So this rivalry is already heating up and it's so early in the season already. Mm -hmm. But on Saturday, (coughs) Tatis, uh, no, Bauer's on the mound and Tatis hit two home runs off of Bauer. Um, After the first home run, uh, Tatis mocked Bauer by covering his right eye, which it goes back to the story when Trevor Bauer said he pitches one eye. Yeah, I think he's cool. And then after the second one, uh, Tatis is kind of like a Conor McGregor like strut walk. Mm. And uh, after the game, they people asked Bauer about the home run celebrations, and he said, "quote I like it. I think that pitchers have that has to be." I think that pitchers that have that done to them and uh, react by throwing at people, I think it's pretty soft. If you give up a homer, a guy should celebrate. It's hard to hit homers in the big leagues. Um, but then after these comments, he's all on team Tati's there for a little bit. Um, there there's a video on Twitter where a guy broke down like slow-mo of like the second home run, and you can see right before the pitch, as the catcher's showing the signs that Tatis looks down and looks like he's looking at the catcher mm-hmm. and which to know he knows what the next pitch is coming, and he smacked it. Um, Bauer tweeted at him, uh, Tatis after seeing the video, if you need to know what the pitch is coming that badly, just ask Daddy nicely next time and tag Tatis, <laughs> basically saying you looked at the pitch, that's what you know. And Tatis answered with uh, a photo, and the caption is, Tranquilo uh, hiyo." I'm trying to think about Hio, it's just means relax son and it's a picture of Tati's holding a baby with Trevor Bauer's face fed <laughs> on the baby. It's very funny.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like look, you gotta come up with better signs if you're if they're if the if the hitters are able to like figure out what your signs are as a pitcher to catcher. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like you kinda gotta work on that.
1: Yeah, and I do wanna mention while we're talking about that, it is not illegal to do. It's not like the Astros stealing signs yeah. by using electronics. It's not. It's frowned upon. Like, you don't look at the signs. Mm-hmm. It's not illegal because, like, the catcher can easily just go, "Okay, change him the sign." Yeah. And and he did it. That's a big thing he did. Exactly. It. Exactly.
0: Yeah. That's where it, it comes down to that.
1: Yeah. Me. Like, it should be more on the catcher and the pitcher. Be like, "Hey, he clearly looked down. Like, change it up." Yeah. Um, because it's not illegal. So there's no, He could do that all day. He can literally warm up in the box by staring at the catcher. Gotcha. Like, you, it's totally possible. Um, all right, anything MLB-related you want to toss out there?
0: Uh, I watched my first full game of the season this year. Nice. Who? Uh, it was the Red Sox versus the Mets. Okay. Who won? Because I was going to pick up the uh, trophy, and the one guy's a Red Sox fan, the other guy there is a Mets fan. I was like, well, I support the Mets now, so go Mets. <laughs> and they lost. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was like 2-1 or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah it was just the Mets couldn't get a hit, dude. It was a good pitching, though.
1: Oh, yeah. It was, it, was pitching. DeGrom pitching? No, it was uh, Peterson. Okay, because DeGrom's been killing it this year. He's, like, already early on in the Cy Young and the MVP awards. Wow, nice. Like, Fox. He's been killing it. But, yeah, it was just a good pitching duel. But that was all I yes. have for baseball. Nice. Move over to NHL. Off the top, one of the bigger news of the week, uh, Turner, which owns TNT and TBS, have agreed to a seven-year deal with the NHL. Um, Turner will air the Winter Classic. In all seven seasons, they have the deal done. The Stanley Cup Final in 2023, 2025, and 2027, and half of all playoff games, and as well as 72 regular season games. Um, ABC and ESPN obviously did a deal with them a couple weeks ago, so ABC will still get 2022, 2024, and 2026, and 2028 Stanley Cup Finals, but they already had the same games and half playoffs anyway. So basically, instead of NBC and NBCSN, you're going to get a lot of playoff games, Stanley Cup games on TNT or ABC. Which is pretty cool because that's how the NBA works too. They do mm-hmm. uh, right ABC and Turner, yeah. but they also do they have their partnership with the same one. Yeah, they so always have it on both. Yeah, right? so as frequently as we see NBA games, we'll see NHL, we'll see NHL games. games. Yeah, on both ESPN and TNT. I'll probably start
0: too. watching a lot more Pens games now. Of
1: the... Yeah, that's be sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm all for that. It's a good move
0: for the NHL. They need that kind of uh, that
1: kind of limelight, especially if they're next year they're having an expansion team mm-hmm. and. You can't really expand teams when you don't really have money, which the NHL needs more money. So after these two deals, I feel like that's yeah, good enough. To it's kind of shady. They're
0: like, "Yeah, we're gonna add a new team," and then boom, COVID.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> we're adding yes. a new team already hurts you financially. Like a yeah. pandemic, even worse. it even makes it worse. Um, but I'm yes, yeah, so I'm glad to see NHL thriving out here. Um, Black uh, Blackhawks forward Andrew Shaw retires after just ten seasons. He cites concussions as the main reason to his re- early retirement. I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Respect I agree. to the player. It's good for him for pulling out when he when he can. Yeah,
0: I mean, if you think your body's at risk, you should leave. That's just the way it is.
1: Yeah, Ovechkin misses his first game due to injury since 2015 on last Saturday. That's crazy. I didn't know he's been body. that durable. Yeah, so he he missed games to er, earlier this year. He lost. He missed two games for protocol. He wasn't there. He mm-hmm. did get COVID, but he had protocol, so he had to make sure he tested negative. So he missed games because of that. I think he might miss games because like personal reasons in the past, but this is the first injury-related <clears throat> miss that he That's had wow. since 2015.
0: Yeah,
1: so that just shows you how durable Ovechkin is and why he deserves to be considered one of the greatest ever play. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the best ability is <clears throat> what the best ability is durability and availability. Same and availability. Thing. Yeah, same thing. They're, like they're really both better. abilities. Yeah, exactly. All right, and the last big news from NHL our uh, Penguins uh, Saturday. Crosby clinched his 16th straight season, averaging at least one point a game. Only other players that do uh, do more than 16 consecutive seasons is Wayne Gretzky and Gordy Howe, and the only other person to do the first 16 seasons of their career with this feat is Wayne Gretzky. Wow. Um, there's a bunch of people who have. Um, 16-plus seasons with more than one point, but not consecutively. Gotcha. There's a big list of people who did do it, like Mario and all them, but not consecutive. So it's basically right now, it's Gretzky and Crosby and their own little... I and Gordy Howe and their own little, like, tier. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, same. I mean, obviously we're homers and love Sid, but he's one of the GOATs. Mm. <laughs> I, I I hate that argument, he's not. All right, anything hockey-related you want to mention? Ah, uh, let's go Pence. Pens are in first place right now. Oh,
0: nice! They did get it. okay. Yeah, I, I heard last. I heard they were like one below, or they needed a loss or something.
1: Yeah, actually, since I'm, <coughs> since the season's almost over, I'm gonna pull up the standings and see where we're at here. Um, so far, out of the Central Division, we have three teams clinch it: the Hurricanes, Panthers, and Lightning. So essentially, the last spot is still for grabs. There's only like six games left mm-hmm. for everyone, and the Preds are ahead the Stars by two points. So that's gonna come down to the wire. Um, for some reason. The Our East Division, not anything's clinched, but we have actually the Capitals I lied, Capitals took back first place last night. Damn. So, uh, so it's Capitals, us, Islanders, and Bruins, and then it falls off to the Rangers. Rangers are 58 points and Bruins 62, so there's still some shuffling that can go around there. From the Canadian Division, um, it seems like the top teams are already set, but there's no uh, clinched yet, but it's Maple Leafs, Oilers, Jets, and Canadians. And finally in the West <coughs> Division, three of the top four are already clinched. All the right. Knights, Avalanche Wild, and then the Blues and the Coyotes are one point apart with only like six games left. So that's going to be crazy. of these gotcha. divisions are coming out to the wire. All right. All right, let's go to NBA headlines. First off the top, the Clippers signed DeMarcus Cousins for the rest of the season. <laughs> so he's, current, he's officially yeah, on the Yeah, I Clippers. mean, that's expected. You know. Yeah. Figured, <coughs> I wish, I wish. They were definitely going to do that. There's no way. There's a little bit there The Heat were going to go sign DeMarcus and I would have been okay with that. According to Commissioner Adam Silver, um, about 70% of the players in the league are fully vaccinated. So, as of right now, they have zero plan to do a playoff bubble. Which okay. Which I agree with. Yeah. You know, you have get back to normal with the playoffs. and have some fans there. It'll be fun. Um, and the last big headline for you injuries, players weak in the deep three. It's a trivia question. Ooh. Okay. It's a yeah. trivia with you, and I think you're going to get this one. And I know I say Ooh, that a lot. You but say it.
0: that, but... I, see.
1: I I think I think you're going to. So last Wednesday when we recorded last week's episode, Damian Lillard passed Jason Kidd on the all-time threes list to crack the top ten. Can you name three more people out of the nine that's in, fr- in front of Dame? Can you name three people that are ahead of Dame? for so um, a top ten? Of threes of all time. And let me finish here. If you get more than three before getting your three strikes, I'll give you each one you get right, I'll give you a hint for next time I do Trivia. Alright, um... So you just need need to name three, doesn't matter the order. Steph. Steph, correct. He's number two. Jordan. Strike one. Fuck. Jordan really should shoot threes that much. Nah. Uh, um...
0: Durant? Strike two. Are they, like,
1: active? Like, are they active? Were they, like...
0: One... Two... Cause I mean, Dame's active, so like I assume there could be some.
1: There's only two on here that are active. The rest are, sh- they played recently, though. A lot, okay, a lot of these all, people. That's played. all recent. Okay. A lot of these, that's why I think it's going to be easy for you. Okay. There's not, besides Ray one Allen. person, yeah, Ray Allen's one. Besides one person, they've all kind of played in the modern era. And um, two strikes, two correct. One more, you get it right, you win. Anything past that, you get hit. Ray Allen, Steph Curry. They're one and two. Dame's ten. Shooters. Shooters.
0: Oh, so I can name anybody. Yeah, it doesn't matter in order. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know if that helps me.
1: Ah, uh, Kobe. No, straight three. Sorry, we try again next time. God damn it! Top top ten: Ray Allen one, Steph Curry two, Reggie Miller three.
0: Ah, oh, fuck.
1: Kyle Corver four. Really? James Harden five. Ah, uh, that was yeah. Vince Carter six. Really? I think just because his career. I, I thought long. he was
0: more of a dunk guy.
1: Yeah, just because his career <laughs> so long. by makes like sense. By like yeah. Memphis, he was just shooting three, <clears> so <throat> that makes sense. Uh, Jason Terry, seven. Jamal Crawford, eight. Paul Pierce, nine.
0: See, I would have never guessed Crawford or Corver. I mean, I know they're good shooters, I didn't think they were like that high. I thought you were going to get Harden. I thought you were going to get Harden. I didn't even think of Harden. I hate him <laughs> so much.
1: Yeah. I, I, see, I said it's gonna be, I did the only get three because I thought you were going to get Steph Ray and Harden. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, but it's okay. That's a, you you got closer that time than you usually do. Uh, let's go into injuries. John Wall is out for the season with a hamstring injury. Um, I I think I was talking to my buddy about this. I think they're just shutting him down because his history of injuries. They're not doing anything. He probably could play. They're just pretending like his injury is worse than it is and sitting him. Yeah, that's what I think too. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's actually anything serious. Um, Darren Fox from the Kings is out 10 to 14 days due to a health and safety protocols. Kings are kind of out of it. So it's okay. Chris Boucher, Boucher, I don't know how to say it from the Raptors has a sprain MCL and he has no current timetable on his return. Um, Trey Young hurt himself last week against the Knicks when we were recording. Um, it isn't, it came out that it is not a serious ankle injury. He avoided a major injury, okay. but he has not returned since. We don't know when he's going to be back, but the Hawks kind of might be in a good spot that they'll either get the playing game or playoffs for sure. So they might as well set them and rest them, you know. Um then last one, Cavs the Cavs Prince is out for the season after getting ankle injury. Tehran Prince, whatever his name is. Okay. Let's take it over to players of the week from the West. We have Luka Doncic. Yeah. Twenty-six points, nine rebounds, ten assists, and the Mavs won three, you know? And from the east we got Bradley Beal 31 yeah, and 3 points 5.8 rebounds and 3 assists nice yeah Beal's been killing it it's says luka but we're we're uh, the game that's about to be on is the Lakers versus the Wizards so we'll see Beal action here soon uh the i mean the Wizards are killing it right now mm-hmm. uh deep 3 I'm going to do the order here all right Fair enough. let's take uh we'll do the, m- the most serious one first so, Kevin Love on Monday night just uh, stripped, gave up, like <laughs> mid game. Um, so, uh, with the story. i surprised didn't do that like years earlier. Oh, then, uh, every, uh, when this came up, a lot of videos in the past like, came up.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, the that's top it. they literally showing on TV
1: right now, yeah. yeah. So, he literally tried, like, uh, the ref passing that you inbound, and he just slapped it back in, and then the fucking Raptors got the score uh oh man the Cavs came out and said they want to turn the page on this incident with kevin love uh because they know he's pissed yeah i don't know what that means essentially it could mean like they're gonna the maybe try try to move him the offseason but his contract is really <coughs> hard to move yeah so they'd have to probably have to buy him out so i'm sure something's gonna come soon uh, a couple incidents in the past remember the one time where colin texan was dribbling in the same spot for like yeah, ten plus seconds, and Kevin Love like was like, auto, like physically groaned and went up and demanded the ball and just whipped it across the court to nothing else. Um, like the Cavs
0: have some promising stars, but mm-hmm. they're just not doing jack shit.
1: It's anymore. not good for Kevin Love right now.
0: Yeah, I, I feel bad for the guy because like I don't know why he stayed or why they kept him. Yeah, I think I think after he, that whole LeBron
1: thing, you I know, know? they should have they should try to move and kept the rebuild going.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, what, uh, are, you, what are you keeping Kevin Love? Because they
1: have a really solid core. It's just and, like, Kevin Love's not. Gonna do much, and he's frustrated. he's like
0: Blake Griffin. You know what I mean? Like he's mm-hmm. not he's not what he once was, but like he's still like you know he can help a contender. Yeah, you know, so just do that.
1: Yeah, I think just that I think, move I think that I think he'll be not on the Cavs next season. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, um, I think he doesn't get bought out. by the out end of or, next season. Well, I think his offseason he's gonna be bought out or try to move. Like, I can trade. see trade deadline.
0: Yeah, but season. once
1: again, it's like a really tough contract to move. Um. All right, next one. So apparently, like the Lakers and the Heat. Philly is now reportedly all prepared to pursue Kyle Lowry in the offseason. So right now the three top teams trying to pursue Kyle Lowry are the Lakers, the Heat, and the Philly. And I want to know where you think he'll be the best fit. He's leaving. He's staying. He's leaving. (laughs) Uh, Basically, these three teams are the three teams in the the trade deadline are trying to go for him. It was who? The Sixers? Heat and the Lakers. Where do you think out of those three teams will be the best fit? Or you want to see him go to the most, or anything like I think, that? I think, I don't know who the best fit would be, but I know the worst fit would be
0: Miami. And Why? <laughs> uh, well, what makes you say that? <laughs> I think that Miami's got like a good thing going right now. I don't think they need Kyle Lowry to make any major improvements. Yeah, I mean, I'm all... I feel like they have to give up too many pieces based off what because it'd be or it would be a sign and trade. Yeah.
1: No, it'll be most it's a free agency signing. Yeah. They could cuz help out the Raptors do a sign and trade. Okay, I see. Or they get, get like a Gabe Vincent or someone like that. I mean,
0: I don't know. I feel like the Heat would have to lose like a lot of players just cuz of cap like cap situation, you
1: know. Yeah, uh but he could be a short small deal, small deal. Yeah. If, um, if
0: he's willing to do that but i don't mm-hmm. know if he'd be willing to do that yeah i mean i would like be I'm more a, inclined to do that if it was a more sure thing contender like the lakers mm-hmm. or possibly
1: the sixers depending mm-hmm. on what they do this uh, playoffs run mm-hmm. but that I means trust me i am only playing devils advocate i don't want him it's yeah. it, it's i if we got I mean, him, if was a Heat off.
0: fan i wouldn't really care to get him well,
1: our main focus should be is getting another big guy mm-hmm. we, can give, so if we can if we keep victor Oladipo on the offseason, butler Non, Dragic, Hero, Robinson. Our mm-hmm. guards are set. It's only we need someone else down low with Bam, yeah, or Precious to uh, develop more. So I, I'm, I don't really care about him. I personally think the best fit will be the Lakers.
0: Uh, yeah, Dennis I,
1: Schroeder doesn't seem like he's coming back uh, because he wants a lot of money because they turned down an extension deal with the Lakers. Yeah, and I think he is deserving of that money
0: based off the way he played this year, especially mm-hmm. with like all those stars being out. Yeah. Um, but I don't think the Lakers will be able to give it to him, so he'll probably be another one. Like, all right,
1: good, good title. See you later. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it'd be best for the Lakers. I'd, I'd like to go to the Lakers, but I also think he might go to Philly because that's his hometown. The big contenders, and yeah, he's from Philly. That's fair. So he probably grew up a Sixers fan. Yeah. So I think that's the most. I think that's what is going to happen. All right. Um, and finally, the last big three question: uh, the Oscars this weekend. And both KD and Mike Conley won an Oscar for a short film they produced called Two Distant Strangers. So essentially, KD proved that he can't win anything without another Oscar.
0: <laughs> I like that. that was,
1: that's the deep three. I just, to, I just wanted to make that joke.
0: Did somebody comment that on the post on Instagram or something? Because um, that would have been
1: hilarious. I'm sure that has been out there. I didn't see any. That would have been I'm, m- I'm like sure most like,
0: kind of thing. Yeah,
1: I, I I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it's <laughs> out there. <laughs> Yeah, so Katie and Mike Conley going to Oscar. All right. Um, no power rankings, but instead I'm going to read off the standings real quick and just kind of discuss where everyone is. The season's coming to an end soon. Like we mm. only have like less than a month left. Um, in the East so far, the Nets are the only team to clinch, and in the West, the Jazz already clinched. Okay. Um, just a reminder, 7 through 10 will be playing in the play-in tournament. So as right now, the standings go Brooklyn number one, Sixers number two, Bucks three, Knicks four, Hawks 5, Celtics 6, Heat Ooh. 7, the Hornets 8, Pacers 9, Wizards 10. I so love if that. the season ended today, we would have the Heat versus the Hornets in the playoff matchup versus the Pacers and the Wizards. Um, the I winner, take Wizards and Heat. Then Heat would have the 7th, and then it would be the Hornets and the Wizards for the 8th spot. I take Wizards for the 8th spot. Yeah, so if that's the case, then we would have a first round matchup of Wizards Nets, Sixers Heat, Bucks Celtics, Hawks Knicks.
0: Love Hawks Knicks, uh, also Wizards Nets. Westbrook versus Durant—that'd be kind of cool. That would be sweet. And Harden. Um And then what was the other one? A Heat Sixers. Heat
1: Sixers. I think that would be really interesting.
0: It'd be tough. It'd be tough. I don't know. I, I think that's
1: a. I think that's a seven-game series right there.
0: I don't know about seven. I, I see six, Philly.
1: Uh, I. It's just like the Sixers in the playoffs are. Different team season. yeah team. exactly
0: it depends on which Sixers in the heat team shows
1: in on. the playoffs are a different team than the regular season so I think that's But was like, that
0: a bubble thing or was that you know what I mean I
1: will have we'll to see. see but I think that's to me good and season. then was we'll we'll the
0: other run. one the three in the uh, Celtics box oh that's a tough one like if if the Bucks go to the finals which I think they can it's gonna be a tough fucking run for them. it's gonna be real tough starting off with the Sixers is or the Celtics is tough man
1: yeah and then they'd most likely get the uh, I think they the win. Sixers after. I think they win, after. but it
0: probably goes seven.
1: Yeah, to that. I think the two seven and three six are gonna be the best series. The mm-hmm. I mean, Nets Hawks would yeah. be a really good. Cool That's series gonna be awesome, too. man. Because they're both. Like, the I like same the sport. Hawks
0: too. You know what I yeah. mean? I love Trey Young. I love uh, Clint Capella. Like mm-hmm. I, I would love to see them win, but the next you can't, you can't pass up the Knicks going further than the playoffs. <laughs> I, I'd be, I'd, I'd be
1: rooting for the Knicks there for sure. Then let's check out the West real quick. Um, like I said, Jazz, who clinched a, a playoff spot already. First team to do so. So we got Jazz, one. Suns, two. Clippers, three. Nuggets, four. Lakers, five. Mavericks, six. Then the playing games would be Portland at seven versus the Grizzlies, eight. Then the Spurs Warriors, nine, ten. Damn.
0: i probably need you to repeat some of those to me, but...
1: Oh, we'll Lakers, Nuggets. Games. Let's do playing games first. Okay, yeah. Uh, Jake, first. Uh, Blazers, Grizzlies. Um... I'm going to go Grizzlies, dude. All right, then I'll give the Grizzlies the seventh seed. Then you got the Spurs Warriors. I I'm going to go Warriors. Yeah, so it'll be the Blazers versus the Warriors for the eighth spot. I'll go Blazers. Yeah, probably Blazers. So then if that's the case, you'll have a first-round <coughs> matchup of Jazz versus Blazers, Suns versus Grizzlies, Clippers versus Mavericks, and Nuggets versus Lakers.
0: Clippers-Mavericks, another rematch. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Um, I can see that one maybe going seven.
1: Probably I I probably don't six think, Clippers. I think there'll be a close game the entire time, but I'd, I'd see a four-one win by the Clippers.
0: I I, I hear that. I could see that. I could
1: see Luca dropping like fucking fifty points per game. <laughs> yeah, and have like a buzzer. It'll have that away. one. Yeah, yeah. have
0: that one win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nuggets Lakers. I mean, that'll be Lakers.
1: That'd be, that'd be sweet because it's a rematch of the Western Conference Finals, but that'll Jamal Murray. It's with like that, yeah, there's, that there's no contest. By far.
0: Yeah, it sucks for the Nuggets, but... And know. then
1: the last one... And
0: Aaron, and Aaron Gordon hasn't been doing that much help for the Nuggets either. Mm-hmm.
1: Jazz, Portland. That's uh, an interesting 1-8, but I give it to the Jazz. Yeah, yeah, Um not. Then Grizzly Suns. Two young teams. But it's Suns all day. The Suns are killing it right now. Yeah,
0: Suns are a great team right now. Yeah. Um, The West is not that interesting playoffs for me for the first round. The East, East I'm loving.
1: The East part, every round every round's gonna be sweet for the East. Yeah, yeah. Um the West, it's not gonna be going until the next second round. Yeah, once
0: you get to like the heart and soul of the West, oh mm-hmm.
1: that's gonna be nice. When it when it's gonna be jazz Lakers and like mm-hmm. Clippers Sons, that's gonna be sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um all right, so that's all I got for basketball. Um so let's take it over. To the big segment of the week, the NFL, where we do the draft breakdown, predictions, etc., as well as headlines. All right, let's get to it.
0: All right, and before we get into the draft breakdown, we're gonna run through the headlines real quick. Um, first up, trust drop today. Uh, Carolina traded Denver Teddy Bongwater for a sixth round pick.
1: Yeah, decent big mood. Teddy.
0: Yeah, decent move. Denver has. A uh, solid quarterback in case Drew Lock doesn't work out, again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they who's that? A uh, uh, Cortland Sutton. They didn't have him all last year. Nah, that be, that's a sweet weapon for Bongwater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be solid. Plus, and Jerry no Judy, fam. obviously, no fan.
0: Yeah. Decent, decent uh, offense there. Mm-hmm. Um. Then, so this past, uh, so with the draft, everybody's like asking all the coaches and everybody everything about, you know, what are you going to do in the draft and things like that. so the 49ers are asking him about Jimmy Garoppolo and they asked him if he's going to be, if if he's going to be their quarterback next season, like after Sunday. Mm -hmm. And Kyle Shanahan said, quote, I can't guarantee that anybody in the world will be alive on Sunday. So I can't guarantee who will be on a roster Sunday for the time being. Garoppolo is alive on the 49ers roster and per general manager, John Lynch handling, handling the situation as well as possible.
1: So is he threatening him? (laughs) Is Kyle Shanahan Threading Jimmy G's life
0: I I don't know But my favorite part Was I saw that on Twitter And it was There's also a comment From George Kittle Saying Don't worry coach I'll text you on Sunday Letting you know I'm alive (laughs) I love George Kittle (laughs) Yeah it's hilarious Yeah But yeah Weird Weird way to uh, Phrase that
1: I get the sentiment Mm -hmm. It's like He took it to extreme (laughs) He took it to the extreme But it's basically Mm -hmm. He's on our roster He's our He's a quarterback On the 49ers Yeah
0: uh, next up, the Bucks officially signed everybody again. That sucks. AB is going to
1: play another year, has a one year deal with the Buccaneers. Do you remember how nice it was like back the first couple months we started the podcast when AB was just yeah. to bad shit? Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, oh, he's back. It's like, fuck, he got a touchdown in the Super Bowl. He got a ring. Now he's back <laughs> with the, the same team.
0: And... John Harbaugh recently came out and said he, quote, guarantees that Ravens will pick up the 5th year extension on uh, Lamar Jackson. I mean, I
1: figured, right?
0: I mean, I figured, too, but don't you think guarantees is, like, a strong word? Yeah, that's very... I mean, especially with the play style that Lamar does.
1: Yeah. You don't know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, that's true. I feel like, like I mean? situations like, like this, guarantee does not man, mean guarantee. I guarantee it. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like guarantee does not mean guarantee like, in this like context. What if, like,
0: God forbid, me, I mean, no, as a football fan, God forbid, but as a Steelers fan,
1: hopefully. Yeah.
0: He goes out and, like, tears his AC out.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Then do you really don't want, want to, to happen.
1: do that? <laughs> yeah. What but, if he just doesn't play the same he did the first two years? What if he, like, throws the ball
0: fantastically but can't run? Like, it's just a reverse of everything. It's just the reverse of everything that's happened. He's not mobile at all. He can't even move out of the pocket. And then that offense is
1: the the game <laughs> plans out the window. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, I don't know what to do. Um, and then Atlanta is apparently uh, trying to move Julio Jones this off season. It's a good move. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's watching Game of Thrones upstairs. Yeah, I, I guarantee this will
1: come <laughs> through. It's just funny because like dramatic music yeah. as, you're, as you're reading Julio Jones. But yeah, to no I, to him I think
0: it's a good move though. I mean, Julio Jones, he injur- injuries are just like ruining this guy's career at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if he's like if he goes through like a Crazy power
1: team. He'll be fantastic. I I don't think he'll be bad at all. And I don't think it'll mm-hmm. be a bad move for the Falcons either. Because I feel like the Falcons have their window. They they gave up the 28-3 lead and lost. And that's their window shutting. So now they need to restart. I'm trying to think of what would be wild. And Green Bay's kind of coming to mind. Yeah. New Orleans is coming to mind too. Yeah. But if yeah. you put them on with, uh, uh, out there with another top receiver, that oh, just going be over. Yeah, yeah can be he, over.
0: he's like a much better version of A.J. Green. Oh, yeah, insanely. Like, um, uh, but, yeah, so we'll see what they decide to do, how they're going to draft, and, you know, maybe we'll be able to decide if they're going to do it sooner than later. Um, for the Steelers, though, some bad stuff. <laughs> One, their cornerback Justin Lane was arrested in Ohio for having a loaded gun in his car.
1: Yeah, dumb move. Dumb but, I mean, it's not like he was, like, big. But. I was going to say, what? It's not going to be uh, – that's not that detrimental to us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the bigger one, though, offensive lineman Marcus Gilbert announced his retirement. Oh, damn. So, so we literally have no line.
1: Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> we have no Dave line DiCastro. whatsoever.
0: Yeah, we have, like, David DeCaster. That's it, <laughs> I think. He might not even be there. Yeah, he's here. Okay. He's fine. Well, we have David DeCastro, so Ben's going to get sacked like eight times. DeCastro's
1: going to be cap in endgame where he's sitting by Ben's himself. Ben's going to get like
0: before halftime of the first yeah.
1: game. Yeah. Dalt- so I like Kevin Dodson. I saw a picture of him today holding an AK-47. It's pretty sweet. Um, we have Filer. We have Banner. It's going to be bad. It's going to be so bad. Uh, Banner I like.
0: Banner was doing good. He but got he's hurt. not a starter. But he isn't a starter.
1: No. Kevin Dodson I think is going to be really good.
0: I think Banner could flirt with it, though. I think oh, if like, no get one get else he point. will start, it yeah. will probably be okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then also who retired this past week, the Cowboys linebacker Sean Lee did as well. So that's a okay. big guy for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Not that their defense is anything special, but this is definitely a big hit for them. Um, Justin Jefferson's Gritty Dance is coming to Fortnite. <laughs> it's going to be the first like NFL uh, dance coming to Fortnite. Yeah. so juju's punching air right now
1: yeah dude i i've seen so many funny like, juju memes with that yeah i like, see on the bench looking to straw <laughs> yeah. laying on the ground after getting laid out and it's like whenever a wide receiver makes Fortnite before you another wide receiver
0: um and then this is a cool story gronk sets the world record uh for biggest catch uh from with a 600 foot catch which dropped from a helicopter Huh. Yeah, that's so, really sweet. So he holds the record. Apparently, helicopters dropped the football. Gronk caught it.
1: Now, I've always been a
0: fan of <laughs> Gronk. So cool he's with just that. doing crazy shit like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then, so these. This is another funnier one. Goodell is now fully vaccinated, which means he's allowed to hug the players at the draft to, uh, tomorrow night. Yeah,
1: that's great. <laughs> Remember that one time he like almost kissed that dude? He got so close. <laughs> yeah. who it is. Dude,
0: I love how everybody's posting that picture as soon as mm-hmm. that Schefter uh, broke that. That's just so funny, <laughs>
1: dude! I heard that he. Uh, that he I need this he, vaccine. I need to hug these players. <laughs> I need to give them a hug. You don't know what it means dreams. for them. Uh, this is the last time they like me <laughs> after they get drafted. <laughs> yeah. I need to hug them. No, no, uh, no, no, no. Do you hear how he's bringing his chair from last year to the to Cleveland for the draft? Really? I don't know what he's going to do with it, but <laughs> apparently, um, he confirmed that the chair, the leather chair from last year, will be there. Like it's, it's... a big, like it's a big thing that everyone talked about. Yeah. Over here. No, it isn't. So like, like now we're like, talking about it. Like yeah, someone yeah. said, like, what, what's it going to be? Like a selfie station after they get drafted? He's going to sit down in Goodell's chair?
0: Come on, have a seat. How do you feel? Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's stupid. It's um, stupid as a headline. Then the
0: Browns picked up the 5th year options on Baker Mayfield and Denzel Ward.
1: Good for Baker
0: because he sucks. I mean, I'm fine with that for now. We'll okay. see. Um, so with the change in the jersey numbers uh, a couple weeks ago, Apparently Brady's very upset with that. So Brady came out saying, "Quote, good luck trying to block the right people now. Going to make for a lot of bad football. Um, why not let the linemen wear whatever they want to? Why have numbers? Just have colored jerseys. Why not wear the same numbers?" What? So I think this is how like that. That's how Brady does his like. It's so good, baby. He just memorizes the numbers and shit. Yeah. And maybe that's how he's so good, and this I is mean, just going to make Brady do it horrible. again. That's what if this just makes Brady horrible?
1: That's not going to happen.
0: What if he comes down he's so bad? But, Dude. like, nobody else is bad because of this change in role. It's only Brady.
1: Uh, I mean, that'd be, I'd, I'd hope that happens. That'd be kind of sweet. But it would be sweet. Like, he said, who, how's the lineman going to know it's who to block? How about you block anyone who's, like, in your way? Yeah, how about, how about the
0: big who's knows knows in front team. of you? Anybody that's over 280 pounds. If they're coming to the quarterback, how will you block <laughs> yeah.
1: him? Yeah. It's, it's, it's easy, space. That's stupid.
0: <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. With that, though, that was all I have for headlines. Anything last minute you want to throw in? No. All no right. Sure. Let's take it over the draft. So, the draft starts Thursday night, so when you listen to it, it'll be tonight. Um, we're going to start. I'm thinking what's best is we start at round 32. Yeah. Or pick 32 and just go down. Way up. Okay. To the top. You think that's better? I don't know.
1: Uh, I was kind of debating it because I feel like that's where, like, the you – know, No, let's go with one go, one. go to one. Start at one. Because right, then Because right. then if you start at one go down, uh, the later picks that might not mean as True. much. We can just go right, quick. All right. All
0: right. Well, what I got here is I got the expert pick. So, this is just from ESPN. So, this is what I'm calling an expert for the sake of this mm, yeah, that's spreadsheet fine. I made. Then, Kuyper and McShay's pick. If they share it, I just have one. I also have, the, like, if they differed, I have both. And then what I think personally, and then I also have, like, hopeful what-if situations. So, okay. starting off number one overall pick, Jacksonville Jaguars. Experts are picking Trevor Lawrence. Kuiper and Mache are picking Trevor Lawrence. I'm picking Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Hopefuls, just as a Jets bias, they take Justin Fields because of Ohio State. And Urban Meyer.
1: Yeah, that's not going to
0: happen. But, <laughs> but it's not going to happen. It's a but like, it's <laughs> the uh, so next pick. New York Jets, expert pick Zach Wilson. Kyper McShay, Zach Wilson. My pick, Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Hopefuls, Penny Sowell or Justin Fields maybe. Yeah. That's just
1: – Who, who – who are you cool with Zach Wilson? Yeah,
0: I'm cool with Zach Wilson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I kind of would prefer Justin Fields though.
1: I think your safer option is Zach Wilson here. True, but. Because Justin Fields could be one of those fuck how all these teams pass on him guys, or it could be like uh, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Because yeah. Ohio State quarterbacks usually don't <clears> turn <throat> out.
0: Next up, San Francisco via their trade from Miami. Uh, the experts are saying Mac Jones, quarterback out of Alabama, Kuyper McShea are in agreement with that. I'm thinking they're going to go for Justin Fields. Mm. I think Justin Fields would fit better with that offense. Yeah. And I just think Mac Jones, I don't know, man. He doesn't look like he's got it. I feel like the Patriots might make something out of him, but um, we'll see about that one.
1: I, I think I heard that there's uh, the personnel in Shanahan are in greens on two guys, mm-hmm. and it seems like Shanahan wants one and the rest of the team wants someone else. So, okay. it could be, like, Shan wants Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. But everyone else say saying, hey, we should take Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. yeah. So, I don't hate your pick here. I think it would be <clears throat> Mac Jones, but I don't hate Justin Fields because it could be, a last second. Yeah,
0: there's also, like, a rumor floating around that the Patriots are finally going to trade for Jimmy G.
1: <laughs>
0: and just give him their first-round pick for this year and maybe, like, next year or something like that. Um. So, they get Jimmy G. And then the... Uh, Sanford, I don't know. Whatever. Fuck. <laughs> and then uh, next up, though. Atlanta. Experts are saying Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida. Kuiper is saying uh, Kyle Pitts actually goes to Miami through a trade with Atlanta. So essentially Miami comes in and switches the, what, one, two, three, four, five, six pick with Atlanta, and then they get Kyle Pitts. Okay. McShay is saying that Kyle Pitts just goes to Atlanta. Okay. Um, I like that trade idea because I think Miami would be a much better fit for Kyle Pitts. Mm -hmm. I think the offense is way more developed and all they really need is a tight end. They have a great receiving core, solid running backs, uh, amazing defense. They just need to work on their line, and a tight end would be a great addition to that.
1: Yeah. Um, Um, Do you think
0: that they would have to trade up, though? I think they would because Kyle Pitts, dude, he is a talent. Mm -hmm. Um but I hear what you're saying because, like, all you really got in between is just Cincinnati.
1: Yeah. I mean, is Atlanta, like, if he's there, is Atlanta going to take out, but do you think? I, I I, don't know. I don't know. Because um, they could go for a quarterback, too. Like, I think like Trey Lance I something. think Atlanta would
0: be better off with a quarterback.
1: I think so, too. Which I'll get to that next. Um,
0: other crazy what-ifs kind of going in. Uh, Jamar Chase maybe for Atlanta, mm-hmm. especially if they're trying to move Julio Jones. Yeah. Maybe they try to stop the bleeding getting Jamar Chase. I could see that being like a wild card that could actually come to fruition. Yeah, um,
1: I see that.
0: Then next up, Cincinnati. Uh, the experts are saying Jamar Chase. Kuiper is saying Pene Soel. And then McShay is saying Jamar Chase. So this is the wide receiver at LSU, obviously. Yeah. So a lot of people are saying because of the relationship with Burrow, whenever he played at LSU – that's why they're going to go for Jamar Chase. I think, personally, Pene Soel is a smarter move here. I, I think when you have a lineman like Pene Soel, he is going to be your guy for 10-plus years. Mm-hmm. As long as you like retain him on your roster. Um, and when you have a guy like Joe Burrow, he's going to be your franchise quarterback for years to come. Yeah, And you need to protect that guy. I Look agree. at the scar on his leg after the fucking yeah. uh, pictures for the new, the new uniforms. Um, they need to protect Joe Burrow, and this is the best move for it. Yeah, you might not get Jamar Chase, who might have a relationship, but what's it going to matter if Joe Burrow gets sacked before he can throw the ball to, True. to Jamar Chase?
1: I, I I, think the smart move would get, be so well, like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they will, though. I think there might be... Classic Bengals, dumb move, and to get Which Jamar I'm Chase. Which I'm fine
0: with as a Steelers fan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as Steelers. a Steelers fan, I think I'd rather <clears> him <throat> get Jamar Chase. Yeah, me too. 100%. But I think, well. if you're a Bengals fan, you want so. And, like, with the way, like, receivers and running backs have been going in the NFL
0: recently, you could probably get him in a trade or some bullshit. Mm, like, oh, you yeah. might be like, I want out of here. And they'll be like, okay. Yeah. Because so Otherwise, he might go to, like, Detroit or, you know, some other shit team.
1: Does do the Bengals have another case?
0: Uh No, they do not. Okay. Next up, though, Miami through their trade from Philadelphia. Uh, the experts are saying they're going to go for Devonta Smith, the wide receiver out of Alabama, mm-hmm. and the Heisman winner. Uh, Kuiper's saying that uh, they're going to be trading through that trade with uh, Atlanta earlier mm-hmm. that he mentioned. He, they'll go for Trey Lance. So kind of like a safety net in case yeah. uh, Tua does not work out. I don't think that's a bad idea. I don't think that's really –
1: well, no, that'd be the Trey Lance would go to Atlanta, right? Oh yeah,
0: Trey Lance would go to Atlanta. Yeah, that's what I mean.
1: So yeah. Miami would either get Kyle Pitts or Devontae Smith. Yeah, Kyle, yeah, they get
0: Kyle Pitts. Trey Lance going to Atlanta that'd be a solid move for them, I think, because Matt mm-hmm. Ryan he's coming to the end of his career. Yeah, that's a good move for them to make. Uh, McShay saying Devontae Smith though, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm thinking they go for Mac Jones. I could see Mac Jones like, I could see him killing it there for some reason. Where? In, in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm assuming that, that that trade for Kyle Pitts goes through, and then they go for Mac Jones. Okay. I could see that being a thing.
1: So, you're, so you're saying Mac Jones won't go to San Fran, and instead he'll go to Atlanta.
0: Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Um, other options, what if like maybe Panay Well falls, and yeah. then they could get Panay well. Good coverage for uh, Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid move for whenever they do have to move on from him, and they can just bring in a rookie, and he has some solid uh, blockage. Next up, the Detroit. Uh, the experts are saying Penesol. Well.
1: Um, real quick, though would you? I'm just going back to Miami. If you don't do the Kyle Pitts thing, um they're saying Devonte Smith. Would you go Devonte Smith or uh, Jamar Chase? Because I feel like so Devonte Smith obviously has. If I'm great Atlanta, game. right? No, if you're no, if you're Miami, say If that, I'm Miami, so say the Kyle Pitts thing never happened, and Kyle Pitts is and Jamar Chase is, and it's basically Devonte Smith or Jamar Chase.
0: Uh, if I'm at, if I'm Miami, yeah. I'd go Jamar Chase.
1: I think so too. I think Devontae I, Smith is going to be good, but his su- size his is size decad- such a liability. Yeah, because he's going like, to be a yeah, boss. I'm
0: rooting for the guy to do good mm-hmm. because, like you know, that's like a thing. You know, like I hope, like you know, he, he aspires past like all of the adversity coming against him as far as his size. Yeah, but like from a owner's standpoint, you got to go with Jamar Chase. It,
1: it's a, it's a safe bet <clears throat> versus a risk, mm-hmm. and when you're picking the top six. We'd yeah. have a for sure thing. Exactly. Um, next up, though, Detroit. Experts are saying Panay Sowell, the
0: tackle from Oregon. Kuiper is saying Jamar Chase goes to Detroit. And McShay is saying Jalen Waddell, the wide receiver from Alabama, mm-hmm. opposite of Devontae Smith, goes to Detroit. Um, I'm thinking Devonta Smith is a safe bet for here.
1: Yeah. I think it's funny because all four are different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think Devontae Smith on Detroit, that seems like something they'll do because I think that Jamar Chase will already be off the board. And from that point on, I don't think you you buy low for Jalen Waddell. I think you just go for Devontae Smith, you see what he can do. A lot different than Megatron, what you you were used to back in the day. But with Jared Goff, I mean, he's not going to be throwing him, like, down the field, really. Mm -hmm. So, like, I mean, if Devontae Smith can get open, DeAndre Smith – DeAndre Swift is going to make the offense interesting as well.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Uh, I,
0: I don't think that's a bad move for them. I don't think so either. Uh, next up, Carolina. Experts are saying they're going to go for Caleb Farley, the cornerback from Virginia Tech, who actually tested positive for coronavirus, so he's not going to be attending the draft.
1: Okay.
0: Um, the Kuiper is saying that Carolina is going to go for Devonta Smith. <laughs> and McShea is saying that they're going to go for Patrick Sertain the second who's actually a legacy player. Okay. His father played in the NFL as well. Okay. Um, I think Patrick What position Sertain, does he play? Uh, I think uh, corner. Yeah, corner. Okay. He was the cornerback at Alabama. Okay. <clears throat> I think the uh, Patrick Sertain, the second, is the best defensive player in the draft.
1: Okay.
0: I think that Carolina should easily go for him. And that can make their defense some hard hitters. And... Great zone coverage. They can have great coverage in their secondary with this addition. Um, all they need to really start building on from that point on is their front seven. Um, and then you already got a decent offense with Darnold, McCaffrey. You get a wide receiver in the second round. Robbie Anderson. McCaffrey. And you got Robbie Anderson. Maybe you make a move on DJ another Moore, guy. He, Maybe Julio. He be there. Yeah. Maybe Julio comes there. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's the best move, though. With, with a guy like certain you got to go for him. If he's still on the board and you're there and
1: you could use him. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that Carolina needs a good D. They need to bulk up on D. I just think he's better than Caleb Farley, Mm -hmm. essentially. And uh, obviously the Steelers now have the opposite problem. But remember when we had the Killer Bees, Mm -hmm. We built our offense up first and our defense lacked. I think the best formula to do is build your defense up first. And then make the offense And then you can plug and play different players and make Mm -hmm. that
0: work. Uh, Next up, Denver. So, the experts are saying they're going to take Trey Lance, the quarterback from North Dakota State. Okay. Kuyper is saying they're going to go for Mike Parsons, who is a cornerback or a linebacker from Penn State. And, and then uh, McShay says that he agrees with the experts for Trey Lance. Okay. I think Jamar Chase going here would be kind of interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it's kind of like there's going to be weird ones. You know what I mean? I, I can see this being a weird one that Denver's like, I don't really know what we're doing. And I feel like Cortland Sutton's dealing with the injuries. Jerry Judy, we don't know if that's going to be legit or not. He Mm -hmm. dropped a lot of balls last year. Jamar Chase looks like a sure thing. And that would just make your – you're giving more weapons to lock. They just signed Bongwater, so that gives more weapons for him. They're not really looking for a quarterback at this point. This was made before. I was 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 going to bring that
1: point up when you're done talking.
0: Mm -hmm. So I think they definitely, at the very least, go for Micah Parsons. Or maybe a receiver, maybe... want this Smith, if he's, he's still there. Yeah,
1: something. It's going to be weird. Yeah. It's going to be weird. Um, I can also see them going for like some defensive player. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure who, but... But they kind of have like a decent defense. So
0: mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um,
1: I agree, though. I think Trey Lance has gone off this because they got mm-hmm. long water. And Michael Parsons, I, I, I don't believe in him at all. You know. Dude, he, not, I don't know much about him. Dude, he didn't have a single sack this year. <laughs> he didn't have a single sack, and he's considered the best linebacker on the draft. It's crazy. I don't get that. It's crazy. Uh, next up is Dallas.
0: Experts are saying that uh, J.C. Horn, the cornerback from South Carolina, is going to go there. He's actually the son of wide receiver from the Saints, Joe Horn.
1: Okay, I'm a brand.
0: Mm-hmm, Another legacy. Uh, Kuyper is saying that there's going to be a trade with New England. So, New England's going to move up, take the spot from Dallas. They're going to get Justin Fields. And then Dallas is going to fall later in the in the draft and still get J.C. Horn. So, still getting the same player, but just later. Yeah. Um, And then McShay is also agreeing on J.C. Horn. So, everybody's saying J.C. Horn.
1: I'm saying J.C. Horn. Um, I don't hate the idea, though. I mean, I hate Of facts. the trade. I, I can see that happening. Yeah, I, mean, I could, too. I, could I think 100%. It. Um, I can see that being a first-round trade where – because I think the Patriots are looking at Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So if they don't think he's going to be there by the time they're up, then I think that's a safe bet for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, Dallas, they need a corner.
0: They need they need defense. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Bad. Yeah. Bad.
1: Their defense is So they so definitely bad.
0: have to go defensive in this draft. Uh, next up, New York Giants. Uh, experts are saying Jalen Waddell, the wide receiver from Alabama – uh, Kuiper is also in agreement with that. McShay is saying that there's a trade with the Giants and the Patriots here, mm-hmm. where the Patriots move up to this spot, get Justin Fields, and then the Giants move down. And instead of getting Jalen Waddle, they go for Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, who is... Uh, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? What is he? Fuck. I thought I had this guy down. Who? Uh,
1: yeah. He's on the back.
0: He's a linebacker. Oh, I forgot about the back. He's a linebacker. Okay, I, I just didn't know what position mm. he played. Yeah, he's linebacker, a- Notre Dame. Okay, so where was I? Giants. They could definitely use some pieces on the defense. Mm-hmm. I think their wide receiver game's solid now, so I kind of agree with that. But I think this is a year where you're already saying that you're gonna. You need this is make or break for Daniel Jones. So you got to give him every opportunity available. Mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle's a great wide receiver on the board at this point. Uh going for that linebacker, Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa, uh you don't need to be falling that you don't need to be reaching that far for that guy, I feel. Yeah. So I think you Which, go for Jalen Waddle, you give him another piece of the puzzle, and
1: hopefully he figures it out. See, the, the thing is like when you said <clears> there too, with the you don't have to reach this guy, that's why I can see him trading out too. That as well. Because yeah. if they know that the guys they want don't necessarily need to be top-ten pick. They can get a future asset. Mm-hmm. For... Which, if they do trade down, like it is kind of more in the range where he was projected Yeah,
0: for Jeremiah, but I still think it is kind of reaching.
1: Yeah. That way. To me, what, ability to only trade down one, two, three, four spots?
0: Yeah, but then Jeremiah's coming in three spots below that where they would trade to. Yeah. <clears throat> At least from the experts. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, though, Philadelphia from the trade for Miami is up. Uh, experts are saying they're going to go for Patrick Sertain, the second. Uh, Kuiper is also in agreeance. McShay is saying that he's going to go. they're going to go for Micah Parsons because in his situation, Sertain would have already been taken. So since my situation, I was saying Caleb Farley because mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been taken by that point. Mm-hmm. So I think this is where Caleb Farley would go to Philly and kind of like follow suit where Philly always gets burned in the drafts.
1: Yeah. They get burned again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean – yeah, I think you think of Caleb Farley or Michael Parsons, that's not me. Mm, it'll be C D Lampart too. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree. Next up, the Chargers.
0: Uh, the experts are saying Rashawn Slater, the tackle from Northwestern. Kuiper is in agreement with that. McShea is saying they're going to go for Panay Sewell because he'll be available at that point in his board. I don't think he's going to be available at this point, so I am saying they're going to go for Rashawn
1: Slater. Yeah. I mean, regardless, you need a good tackle. Good line for Herbert. You know he's a guy. You got to protect Herbert. You know he's a guy. He already has weapons. You just need a line Mm -hmm. around him. That offense works. Exactly. Exactly. So that that was pretty clear cut, dry. And Um, I was telling you, I was saying this off the pod, too. First round lineman, you can already count him in as a a solid starter most times.
0: Next up, Minnesota. Experts are saying they're going to go for Christian Darisaw, the tackle from Virginia Tech. Uh, Kuiper is in agreement. McShay is saying they're going to go for Sean Slater because everybody else fell. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to go. They're going to go for uh, saw as well.
1: Yeah, so. I mean, like just because Slater <laughs> would have
0: been gone around. In similar like, situation, on your board. their wide receivers are set. They got Dalvin Cook. They're set there. Even mm-hmm. the backups killing it. Whatever mm-hmm. his name was again, can't remember off the uh,
1: top of my head. Uh, oh, yeah, I know it. Because... Mad- Madison, yes, yes, Teesa Madison. Yeah, the Madison with T's. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> um their defense, they did lose Patrick Peterson, but I think their de- defense will still be viable. Mm-hmm. Their front seven's pretty good. Um, so, yeah. I mean, if they're not going to... I can see them surprising, maybe, with the corner, if mm-hmm. there's like a good one available that late. Yeah. But, considering I don't think there's going to be a good one available that late, they're going to go with the linemen to help protect Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously... Hearns isn't the guy, but at the same time, that's you're it's not gonna guy. you're not gonna get you're not gonna draft <laughs> any good quarterbacks at this point, really. Mm. So you might as well. Um,
0: experts for the Patriots are next. Uh, experts are saying Justin Fields, the quarterback from Ohio State. Kuiper is saying J.C. Horn from. or no, that's a trade. Sorry, and then, so Kuiper is saying that they're going to go for Jalen Waddle. Yeah, and then McShay is saying. Uh,
1: no, they're going to uh, go for Justin Fields. Kuiper saying uh Justin Fields. Is he? Oh he's yeah, a, he's the trade. Wow. His thing was the trade. Uh, <laughs> J. C. Horn will be there for Dan- yeah. Dallas. You're right. You're right. Justin Fields will go to New England. Sorry, I probably could have like typed this up more. And that, I, clearly. I actually, I actually know what you're doing. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I'm just not. You're, you're
1: like just it. not remembering <laughs> what your notes are. But I'm, yeah, I'm picking I was up in the your space
0: notes. When I was making, I was like, this is brilliant. No, you, and you, then you, I'm trying you, to remember okay. it now.
1: And I'm like, oh wait. No, I mean, I um, don't beat yourself up. I actually think you, what you did is good. Okay. So I, I, I understand. I'll,
0: I will take that and run with it. Um, <laughs> I'll fill so yeah. Pretty the much everybody's see. saying Justin Fields. I'm saying Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. They like the weird quarterbacks. Yeah. I think I think that's gonna be it. But I didn't know the whole story with Cam Newton and Justin Fields that you were telling me earlier. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm kind of leaning Justin Fields now.
1: Yeah, so the story was I said it off pod. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently back in the day there was a quarterback camp that Cam Newton was at and Justin Fields was also there as like a high school student and at one point he's like talking to someone there's a video of Cam Newton coming behind saying this is the best quarterback here. Yeah. So I there's a, sure already like history with those two. Yeah, and they'll like play the tape again mm-hmm. and they'll be like look at it now mm-hmm. like um so yeah,
0: I I was leaning Trey Lance earlier but I could see that happening. Yeah, for Justin Fields. I mean,
1: if Justin Fields isn't <clears> there, <throat> if Justin Fields isn't there, which where do you have Justin Fields? Is it before? you know? I had him going to him? Go into San Fran. Oh yeah, so that makes sense. If I mean, if Justin Fields is gone, the Trey Lance is the guy. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, because I was thinking
0: essentially Justin Fields is gone. Trey Lance is the best available. Yeah, Mac Jones or Mac Jones is going to Miami or yeah Miami. Uh, Atlanta or Atlanta. Yeah. See, I'm I'm off. I get you.
1: Dude, I'm getting you.
0: <clears throat> Next up, Arizona. They are going to go. Experts are saying Greg Newsom the second. Uh, he's a cornerback from Northwestern. Uh, Kuiper is saying Caleb Farley is going to fall to them. And then there's another trade that McShea is projecting, where they trade with Miami for Miami's second pick. Where that's Miami, way after
1: the two spots <clears> behind.
0: Yeah, where Miami fall or Arizona falls, Miami moves up. So Arizona falls down and takes Caleb Farley as well. Mhm. Um. So that's kind. Of, so they kind of agree. They it's just the trade is what makes it a little bit different. Yeah. You just you know. They're tuss, both saying Caleb Farley on it.
1: Yeah, they're both saying Carlos. So, yeah, I agree, with Caleb, Caleb
0: Farley. But there's yeah. gonna be a trade.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get him, but just wild. not right away. These guys are wild.
0: Um, How can you predict trade? That's mm-hmm. wild. But my if Miami went to that spot in McShay's projection, Miami would go for Aliha Vera Tucker, who is
1: the. No, that, Dog, he's the guard from USC. <laughs> I think your notes are saying that guy is going to Arizona. Caleb Farley is going to Miami. Maybe. No, that, that, that's what you're saying. <clears throat> All right. Well, so, 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 whatever. I, I'll be breaking down your notes for you. It's basically yeah. Arizona's at that spot. They trade down two spots to Miami. Miami okay, comes so. up and gets Cam Farley and Arizona down two spots. will still be comfortably sitting looking at Tucker.
0: But I think they're going to go for Greg Newsom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, it's a, it's. I mean, they lost Patrick Peterson. Sorry, I said earlier the Vikings lost them. Vikings gained Patrick Peterson. Um, Arizona lost Patrick Peterson, so they're going to need to fill that void. Mm-hmm. Um, and Greg Newsom, that'll be a good guy to get in there to fill that.
1: I mean, that Northwestern defense is so good. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of guys on this first couple picks that just show that they're good because their defensive guys are getting picked pretty early. And then
0: next up, uh, the Raiders, Las Vegas. Uh, experts are saying that they're going to go for Micah Parsons, the linebacker out of Penn State, with no sex. <laughs> and then Kuiper's saying that Elijah Vera Tucker is going to go there, and McShay is saying Travon Moring is going to go there, who is the f- f- safety from TCU. Um, I'm going with Micah Parsons here. I think the Raiders need to improve their defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they let up a lot of yards last year. Um, their offense is pretty stacked if mm-hmm. they play well together. That's the question. Yeah, big if. Yeah, big if, but I think uh, the linebacker move is probably the best here. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders love taking those weird ones. So, like, if this guy has
1: zero sacks last year, they're going to be like, oh, yeah. I mean, the reason he's still, I mean, so the zero sacks thing is very concerning, mm-hmm. but the reason Parsons still up here is because he's good at everything else. He's good at pass covering. Yeah. He's good at pressuring. So, that wouldn't be that bad of a move. It's just kind of concerning about the no
0: Yeah. Um, and then with Miami, then Miami again, because they have another pick in the first round, um, they're going to go for, according to the experts, Aziz Adjulari, the outer linebacker from Georgia. Uh, Kuiper is saying that Kawiti Payne is going to go there. He's the defensive end from Michigan. Um, McShay, he's saying the trade. I'll let Ryan the Tucker it down.
1: Yeah. What's name Ali? Uh, Ali Javera Tucker. <clears throat>
0: Ali Javera Tucker, yeah. I think... Uh, Ogilari, uh Aziz Ojulari is the move here for Miami. Yeah. Uh, especially because they have two picks. So, with that first pick, they're going to go for... Uh, what was I saying? They're going to go for Kyle Pitts to build their offense. Mm-hmm. With this, they can build their defense even further. I agree. With a great first-round kind of caliber player. And they could definitely use some pressure on the uh, pass rush. So, it's mm-hmm. a good move. Uh, next up, Washington football team. Um... The experts are saying Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, the linebacker from Notre Dame. Um, Kuyper is in agreement with that. And then McShay is saying that Christian Derisaw is going to go to the football team. Uh, Derisaw was the lineman, right? Yeah, the tackle from Virginia Tech. So I kind of feel like here, the football team, they have an interesting offense. Mm -hmm. They have a good wide receiver in McLaurin. They have a good running back in Gibson and they have some like interesting moves with uh quarterback. Yeah. They have Heineke. didn't they get Fitzmagic too? Yeah. Yeah, so like I feel like the quarterback situation's set. Um those kind of guys are mobile, so you don't really need like a great lineman at this point. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Darisol has anything to ride home about, but if you can add like a linebacker from Notre Dame, uh Jeremiah here. I think that's a decent move for them to uh, make.
1: I mean, their defense is already so sweet. Mm-hmm. If you add another first round de- uh, linebacker, yeah, and
0: it's just going to grow. And, and
1: like I said earlier with the Panthers, you got to make sure your defense is the best before mm-hmm. you work on your offense. And that's why I agree with this your pick here with the linebacker because. Mm-hmm. If he if he can play good and that defense just becomes unstoppable, yeah, then you can work on the offense later. I
0: saw a crazy. What if that Trey Lance might go there just to make more quarterback chaos? Yeah, I don't see that.
1: I, I think they're going to stick here with the uh, defensive move, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I wouldn't. I don't think they would uh, kept Heineke if they're planning getting a quarterback.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, next up, the Bears, Chicago. Uh,
0: the experts are saying Tevin Jenkins, the tackle from Oklahoma State. Kuyper is in agreement, and McShay is saying that they're going to go for Kadarius Toney, a wide receiver from Florida,
2: mm-hmm. who's
0: not even projected in the first round, I believe. Um, I'm thinking here they're going to go with Jenkins, the tackle, because they need a fucking line. Yeah, Trubisky was getting sacked left and right, and he's shown some signs where he can be decent. Maybe if you protect him, you get a little more out of him. You get a little more production. Mm-hmm. Um, who Montgomery, David Montgomery, get more blockers for him. He had a killer end of the year. That's yeah, cool. I think he ended up being third in rushing yards last year mm-hmm. behind Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry. So, I mean, why not? Why not do give,
1: um, give him some protection there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this would be an interesting spot, too, to see Trey Lance go, where I could see that happening to yeah. Chicago. Yeah, some um, controversy there at the quarterback. Basically, have <clears throat> pull the Mahomes type treatment, where mm-hmm. have a shitty ass vet teach you the ways at first. not say <laughs> the Alex Smith is shitty. Like, Dalton's shitty. Wait, really shitty. Alex is yeah. okay. Um, but, yeah, I can see them taking Trey Lance here as, like, a what-if crazy scenario. Oh, yeah, they got Dalton now. Yeah, Dalton's their starter. Do they have Trubisky still? No. Trubisky is a backup somewhere. Uh okay. Buffalo? May- I'm not sure. I think so.
0: I, I completely forgot that. They- they're moving Dalton.
1: forward with <coughs> Dalton, I think. And Dalton's, like, their... Well, yeah, they need more so. Started. Why
0: would you bring in Trey Lance if you already got Dalton? I mean, maybe it gets
1: weird, but unless I, there's a
0: better quarterback than Trey Lance, I don't know.
1: Well, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. I think, uh, what's it called, uh, behind Dalton, he, he'll be better. Feel, okay. Like I one of those in-waiting in type situations. Mm-hmm. Um, Next up. Mitch Minsky is with the Bills. Okay. okay.
0: That's actually not a horrible move for them.
1: In case Josh Allen, a very mobile quarterback, goes down for a week or two, yeah, why not? With the rest of that team around, Trubinsky will do Mitch, better.
0: Surprise, Mitch isn't bad. Yeah, <laughs> like surprise. Balls.
1: Especially when you have a team like the Bills yeah. around you, mm-hmm. like it's not anything like Chicago's line and Chicago's weapons. Yeah.
0: Next up, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the experts are projecting they're they're going to draft Quitty Payne, the defensive end from Michigan. Uh, Kuiper is saying Jalen Phillips is going to go there. He is the defensive end for Miami. Um, and then McShay's in agreement on Quiddy Payne. So I don't know if uh, Kuiper knows anything about Jalen Phillips and the Colts franchise, if they have, like, some sort of relationship. I think Quiddy Payne's the better move here. Uh, he was a shining star on a kind of horrible Michigan team. He's, like, one of their only really good players. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, adding him to that defense that's already pretty good is a great move for them to make here.
1: I, I, yeah, I don't think you can get wrong with either uh, Payne or Phillips, but...
0: Yeah, at this point in the draft, too... I think your best moved. bet is going defense. Yeah, absolutely, especially with all the offensive players taken earlier. Um, next up, Tennessee. Uh, the experts are projecting Elijah Moore, the wide receiver from Ole Miss. Kuyper's in agreement. Uh, McShay thinks it's going to be Greg Newsom II, who again is the cornerback from Northwestern. Um, I, I think Tevin Jenkins. Or oh, sorry, I skipped ahead. I went behind. I think Elijah Moore <laughs> here. Um, I kind of agreed with the experts and the Kuiper. Just cause. what's Newsom? He's a cornerback.
1: Okay. Uh, they could use a the corner. They could, and I don't necessarily think they need a wide receiver. But they lost Corey Davis up. That's true. So they need so they, they need AJ a number Brown. two guy. Yeah, they really only have AJ Brown. <clears throat> and Elijah Moore is pretty good. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think filling that hole of Corey Davis, that wasn't even really that big of a hole. Something decent for them. Corey
1: from is hair miss week week. Yeah. You got any guys.
0: Yeah. Uh, next up is the Jets from their trade with Seattle. Uh, the experts are projecting Elijah Vera Tucker, the guard from USC. Um Kiper is projecting Gregory Newsom, the cornerback from I believe my question we said like three times in a row there. Mm-hmm. And then McShay is saying Travis Edenin at Ateney. a Oh Etnin? it's um you know this. That's why I kept saying
1: it. Like, yeah. ETN? Yeah, ETN. ET phone home, ETN. ETN. Okay. It's funny. that That's a, the name, that, that's a name that I always like have. Anytime I talk about him this offseason, I would just like, I'm around Salter. I just passed it him to say the name. I jump back in. So yeah. I always forgot it, but that, that, as soon as I needed to put on the spot, I remembered it.
0: Um, ETN. I think personally they're going to go for Najee Harris here. I think uh, the Jets need a running back. I mean, Bobby Pettineen, or whatever the hell his name is, he isn't horrible, but I think if you have a chance to get Najee Harris here, fucking take it. I mean, you already had a pick earlier in the draft. You got your quarterback. Get a good running back here. I think it's a good move. Now, I do think they'll fuck it
1: up, and then won't do it. Here's my thing. I disagree with you. That's mm-hmm. my thing. <laughs> I think the Jets would honestly <laughs> be better off getting alignment. I hear 100%, that, 100%. Because, I mean, you really what's that, per, Perini or whatever? Perine. Per, Perine. Yeah. he's He's oh, pretty solid. He's so okay. if you can build a line to protect your newly acquired quarterback and you still have him, I think you're going to be okay. I don't think you necessarily need a running back here. Um, I don't really agree with uh, McShay and Typer uh, mm-hmm. in either of those picks. I agree with the ESPN experts, I think, okay. personally. All right, fair enough. I, I think I think a lot of them should be their number one priority with their second first round pick. Next
0: up, Lurs. Yeah. So the experts are projecting Najee Harris from Alabama. Kuiper and Mache are in agreement on Najee Harris from Alabama. I think it's going to be Travis Etienne. 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 Fuck. <laughs> I think uh, we were talking earlier on the podcast episodes how Tom, <coughs> Tom was meeting with we Sweeney, the coach from Clemson. Mm-hmm. And I think that is kind of saying that they're going to go for him. Maybe they like something in him. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they may pass on Najee Harris with that, or Najee Harris goes to the Jets on my board.
1: Uh, so I think we're going to go Najee if he's there. Um, the only way he wouldn't be there is if you're saying, like, the Jets or mm-hmm. someone goes and gets him. Um, I think I've heard multiple times that that's the number one priority with this draft yeah. is to get yeah, Najee, Najee Harris. Uh, and I'm trying to find a quick, like – the full mock draft with multiple rounds because I feel like well there's another really good Clemson lineman that could be a second third round pick that we couldn't be talking to Dabo about. I forget True, who. True.
0: Um next up though Jacksonville Jaguars again via the Los Angeles Rams who do not have a pick this first round. Um experts are projecting Christian Barrymore the defensive tackle from Alabama. Uh Kuyper is saying Trevon Mo- Moerig, the uh TCU and then Tevin Jenkins is who McShay is projecting, who is the tackle from Oklahoma state. Okay. Um, I think defense is something they want to improve on right now in Jacksonville. I could see what you might think with the line. Maybe I feel like oh. you might be leaning the line with Tevin Jenkins. I think he's already taken though from the bears personally. Yeah. So yeah. you uh, mm-hmm. go for the defensive player at that point.
1: I agree with that. Um, well, who's uh, but if Howard? Jenkins
0: is available, then you go for him. He's a safety from TCU.
1: That won't be bad either. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree with the defense thing. Uh, I'm a big, I play line and I played football, so I'm a big believer of the line's the most important part of the team. Yeah, because um, if your line's working, and then you're fine. Yeah, the rest of stuff flows. Exactly, but like my coach back in the day said, a quarterback. He said, Imagine everything's a robot. Mm-hmm. The quarterbacks ahead, receivers are the arms, running backs are the legs. But what makes her about work is the circuits and the shit, and that's what the line does. Gotcha. So I'm a big, big fan of like if you get a new quarterback, you got to stock up the line first. Mm-hmm. Um, but if like if what you're saying is true, and Tevin Jenkins is gone, then I definitely think you should go either uh, Bearmore or Merrick because mm-hmm. you need defense. Uh, next up is Cleveland. Uh, the experts are projecting Jalen
0: Phillips, the defensive end for Miami. Uh, Kuyper is projecting Jamin Davis, sweet name, the <laughs> linebacker from Kentucky, and McShea is projecting Gregory Rousseau, the defensive end for Miami as well. So the opposite <laughs> Um, I'm going to go Jalen Phillips here. I think Cleveland's just going to piss me off with the whole, their front seven is going to be fucking insane. It's going to be so good. And this is a perfect way, addition to add to it, to make it that yeah, way. Yeah, I agree. Um... It might be better for them, though, to go for Jamin Davis just to get an, a linebacker in there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have some pretty—they an overall solid front seven. So. Um,
1: and they just added Clowney. <laughs> yeah, and they
0: just added Clowney. Um, next up, though, Baltimore. Uh, the experts are speaking uh, Trevin Mooring, the safety from TCU. Uh, McShay and Kuyper are both agreeing on Terrence Marshall Jr., who is the wide receiver from LSU. I think they're going to go for a receiver. I, they, they need to. You have to. And yeah. we'll see later. They have two picks really close together here. They need to go for the receiver first because that's probably what they're going to need, and that's probably going to be where you need to prioritize as far as the draft goes. Um, so I think they do go for Terrence Marshall Jr. here. Um, good receiver at LSU. Maybe he'll add some dynamics to the offense that's struggling in the passing game right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, hopefully they screw it up, though, because it's Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, New Orleans. NOLA. NOLA. Uh, the experts are projecting Jamin Davis, the linebacker from Kentucky. Uh, Kuyper is saying Zaven Collins, the outer linebacker slash defensive end from Tulsa. And uh, McShay is saying Elijah Moore, who is the uh, wide receiver from Old Miss. Um, I'm saying uh, Trevon Moore in here. Okay. Because I think they lost uh, their safety this past off season, mm-hmm. and I think that's something they definitely need to add and replace to kind of cover the wound up a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I feel like their front seven is like decent enough. They definitely don't need a receiver right now. I mean, he still got Mike Thomas. You, uh, do they have Sanders still? Or no. They lost Sanders. Where he went?
1: Taysom Hill can be a wide receiver for all he cares. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they'll be fine. with they receiving game right now. Mm-hmm. And and they're in a transition period with their offense mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily need think you need to add weapons when re- a <clears throat> quarterback question is still up in the air. Exactly. You need to add... And how? Because the, rest the a receiver. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, you need to add to the defense there. You need mm-hmm. to uh, stop the wounds. They on lost the defense a lot of first.
0: pieces on the defense. Yeah, that's what
1: you need to fix first before because you, you you might have something with Taysom Hill and James Winston, and they might
0: develop things with their receivers
1: now. Yeah, so you, know? you don't really necessarily need to get weapons for a quarterback that you yeah. don't know who's going to be a strong quarterback moving on. I feel like Kyper always throws in Tulsa guys in every mock
0: draft, no matter yeah. what. Oh yeah, he's all Tulsa. He loves it. <laughs> he loves he loves it. Uh next up, Green Bay. Uh, the experts are projecting Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver from Minnesota. Uh, Kuyper is also in agreement with Rashad Bateman. And then McShay is saying Jamin Davis, as we said, the linebacker from Kentucky. I'm going with Jamin Davis here. I think uh, Green Bay definitely needs to improve on their defense. Their mm-hmm. defense has been suspect kind of for the past couple of years. Yeah. Kind of like they, uh, you know, they don't play hardball. Mm-hmm. They're pretty soft. Um, they definitely don't need more wide receivers. They don't need more game. weapons. Their they, offense is fine. Aaron Rodgers picks up guys at the fucking Whole Foods and signs them <laughs> yeah. the next day, and they put up 180 and two touchdowns.
1: They'll be fine on their
0: receiver game. They don't need to go out and get one in a draft.
1: They, they need they need to work on their defense. That's mm-hmm. their
0: biggest thing for me, I think. And I think a linebacker from Kentucky is a good way to do that. I agree. Um, next up, Buffalo. Uh, the experts are projecting Gregory Rousseau, the defensive end for Miami. Um... Kuiper is saying Aziz Ojulari, O'julari, yeah, O'julari uh, who linebacker. is the linebacker from Georgia. And then Jalen Phillips is who is Mache is picking from uh, the defensive end for Miami. I'm going with Gregory Rousseau here, mainly because I think Jalen Phil- Phillips is already acquired by this point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, good addition to the Buffalo defense. Uh, their defense was hit and miss at times, so this is a good add for them to...
1: Stack up with the rest of the AFC, the powerhouses there. I think if any of those three are there on that pick, you're okay if you're Buffalo for any of them. Yeah, yeah. These kind of picks are like later, so like everybody's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. You know, they're kind of fine with what they
0: got now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Next up is Baltimore via their trade with the Chiefs for the linemen uh, just this past week. Um, The experts are projecting this is where they go for Terrence Marshall Jr. Um, Kuiper is saying Jason Uwa. Uwe, the outer linebacker from Penn State, and McShay is saying Aziz Ojulari. So I think uh, Jason Uwa is the move here for them. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because I think the other defensive man was taken, um, and they'll be taking Terrence Marshall
1: earlier. So this yeah. is
0: where they go for the defensive player.
1: Um, I think if you can get, and th- like you said, those close, those picks are so close together mm-hmm. that I feel like. Either of those picks may be interchangeable, but they were both necessary.
0: Honestly, if I'm Baltimore, I might even flirt with getting two wide receivers at this point. In the first round. One of them's going to work out, and you need a guy desperately. Mm -hmm. I mean, who's who's their tight end again? Uh, Mark Andrews. He should be okay. Yeah. But, like, we don't – Hollywood Brown's done, I think.
1: Mm -hmm. I think
0: Hollywood Brown's toast. I think you bring in two new guys, see which one works out. Maybe they both do. And then, boom, Mm -hmm. you're on the map again for your passing game, at least. Oh, yeah, um, But they did lose the lineman, and that's going to hurt. So maybe they might want to bounce back with that too. So we'll have to see. That one's a little bit dicey. Um, last up, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, the champions. Uh, the experts are projecting Joe Tyron, the outer linebacker from Washington. Um, Kuiper is saying Christian Barrymore, the defensive tackle from Bama. And then this is where McShea is saying Zayvon Collins from the outer linebacker slash defensive end from Tulsa. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with Joe Tron here, mainly because I have no idea who he is, and I trust Tampa Bay is just going to do whatever the fuck they want at this point. Because yeah. they retained everybody, so what the fuck do they Their care about? defense is
1: already sick, and they make yeah. it even sweeter than that time. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I did a lot of your picks. I think you did a good job. I got
0: I got some weird ones in there. Mm-hmm.
1: And, there's like one or two I disagreed with. That's it.
0: No, that's fair. That's fair. I feel like Najee Harris is one you just definitely disagree with. Yeah, I don't think
1: I don't know if the Jets will
0: mm-hmm. go there, and probably the quarterback situation with New England.
1: Yeah, the, I think there's only two gripes I had. Mm-hmm. I, I liked a uh, good job, good effort, good, yeah, uh,
0: good work. I mean, I I'd put in my two weeks notice on my job. I'm getting a <laughs> job. so I'm, I was essentially like, yeah, hey, you know, I'm just going to do this like kind of crazy right now for the draft. So fuck it. Um, <laughs> I didn't do dick at work today.
1: I wouldn't either. <laughs> Uh, before we move on, I did reach out to our followers on Instagram and Twitter, yeah. and I asked them for their most bold predictions that's going to happen tomorrow night, tonight, when you're listening to this, and we have 10, 10 answers, I'm going to read them off real quick. What do you got? Um, First, Pat's trade up to take Mac Jones. We kind of discussed that a little bit. Yeah, I, it depends on whatever Bill Belichick's mm-hmm. cooking in his head. I think they're
0: definitely going to move up for a quarterback, because you can't just mm-hmm. sit there with Cam Newton. Um, it's just a question of which quarterback does Bill Belichick get that feeling with? Yeah. Is it Justin Fields? Is it Mac Jones? Is it Trey Lance? We have no idea until draft day,
1: yeah. but I um, think
0: that's a very pa- plausible. Well, yeah,
1: definitely. I think it's, he's going to go to the Niners. Uh, once again, this is bold prediction, so it's not necessarily saying this is going to happen. But He looks like such a scrub. I just. I know. I'm going to hate seeing him like. Yeah, I think NFL Matt Jones player. will only play good if it's with Belichick. I could see him at a gas station just chugging bush light in a pickup <laughs> truck. Yeah. Uh, next one. Uh, these are from Marco Napolitano, by the way. If Justin Fields falls. This, remember, this is bold. Mm-hmm. If Justin Fields falls out of the top 10, that the Steelers might trade up to get him. Bold, most likely not going to happen. but it, I wouldn't hate I it. I wouldn't hate it either.
0: I wouldn't hate it. I mean, we'd be fucked at running back position. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. We have no line. Ben's going to get injured by, at minimum, week three. No, yeah. Um. So we're going to need number two to come in at some point this season. I don't want it to be Dwayne Haskins. Or Mason Rudolph. Or honestly. Mason Rudolph. <laughs> if we could go up and get Justin Fields... And having a mobile quarterback like that, that would be uh-huh. fine if we don't have a line. you yeah. can just run around and make shit happen. Um, I'll be all for that. I, I agree. And I think, honestly, not a lot of teams need running backs in the draft. We might be able... We'll be on a quick swing back. We might be able to get uh,
1: the Clemson running back, ETN. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, and, I th- and there's another running back that's considered high, like a high second-round, third-round pick Yeah, because from I'm, North Carolina. Because between our pick and then our next pick, it would only be between the Rams...
0: Cleveland, Baltimore, New Orleans, Green Bay, Buffalo, Bal- uh, the Chiefs, Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay doesn't need a running back. Chiefs don't need a running back. Buffalo doesn't need a run. Buffalo might flirt with a running back. Maybe. Maybe. Green Bay doesn't need one. New Orleans doesn't need one. Baltimore doesn't need one. Cleveland doesn't need one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Those yeah. Ones. So, yeah, then it comes down to the Rams who don't need one. Yeah. So I think we could easily get ETN on a swing
1: back route there
0: if we were able to flirt with Justin Fields. If, the, if, if the opportunity, if arrives. the opportunity persisted itself for uh, Justin Fields,
1: yeah. Um, another one: Denver trades up early in the first to get Kyle Pitts. I don't, th- I don't think that's a good
0: idea. I mean, if they're going to trade up, they should go for something different. I think Noah Fant's a very good tight end, mm-hmm. very underrated. I think he could slowly become on the map this season um he killed it at the end of last year in fantasy i just i mean kyle pitts is a great talent at tight end if you could get both that might be I was, interesting i was gonna say
1: kyle pitts is probably the best available skill position yeah that's true So and that's, like, th- that's just a good it's that's more than bad. just a tight end he'd also be a good blocker too yeah you can make him a big receiver mm-hmm, like he mm-hmm. or make no fan one i i don't hate that i don't think it's gonna happen i don't think it'll happen bold either. bold take i but, think if
0: they're moving up they're going for a better quarterback
1: Oh, okay. Next one: Bengals pass up on uh, Sewell and Ch- uh, Jamar Chase. No way they're getting one of the two. And they sa- and they go for Jalen Waddle. That'd be so ridiculous. As a Steelers fan, I'd love it, yeah. but I don't
0: think there's a shot in how that happens. I mean, Jalen
1: Waddle—he was hurt last We would hear year.
0: the cries from Cincinnati from here. Jalen <laughs>
1: Waddle was hurt last year, and if it wasn't for that, though, he would—he uh, was number one receiver over Devonte Smith, so he is a good receiver out there. I think they should go Sue well though. We, we talked about that already. Yeah,
0: I mean, look if they if they go for a receiver, it's going to be Jamar Chase if he's available. Yeah, um, because he has that relationship with Burrow, and th- that that goes beyond talent. You mm-hmm. know, he, he already has talent. There's that chemistry there, and that's such an a- a- added X factor for them.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't see that happening. On this one, the Falcons trade back into the draft. With the Cowboys, and the Cowboys take the fourth overall pick and take uh, Kyle Pitts. I don't think the Cowboys are going to move into the top ten. I think they're going to move down. I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, they. I mean, look, if they can get Kyle Pitts. I don't think that's a bad move for him. Who's their tight end right now? I can't remember. Probably nothing but anything great. No, I think it'd be a great. Considering I rate. can't remember, I don't think it's anything great. Um, I mean. But the Kyle Pitts thing, like if you can go get Mm
2: him, tight ends
0: are so valuable in this league. Like if you can get a tight end that's going to turn into like a Kelsey uh, Kittle, do it if Mm -hmm. you can, if you want to. And I don't think that's a bad move, but I just don't think they're going to do it. I think they're too keyed in on defense right now.
1: And they desperately need defense. That that's what they, that's number one. They're thing. gonna do it. Yeah, they're gonna go for defense. Mm-hmm. I can see another team doing that with the Falcons, but I don't see it being the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And you'll be glad to hear that's the last Cowpits question. Okay, <laughs> next one. Uh, is from that was from Mark and Paul Tanner. This one's from these two were from Scott Strain. Actually, it's one with the two-word answer because they ran out of room. It's um the Steelers. Uh, will go with their first-round pick, a prospect who wasn't even ranked in the first round. Example, Sam Cosme, Land- Landon Dickerson, or Jamin uh, Davis. I don't see that happening. I mean, the Steelers don't typically do that shit in the draft. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the Raiders do shit like that, where yeah. they like go for the wild card. Like, uh, who's the one guy, the fastest fuck guy, uh, Hay- Hayward Bay. Yeah. That was the one where like they he, they drafted Hayward Bay, and they had no tape on the guy. Like, when they drafted Hayward Bay, they are like, uh, we don't have any, like, information on this guy.
1: Like, they, they
0: that 40 he just times. ran the fastest 40, and the Raiders were like, get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. But, um, I mean, the Steelers, like, they don't make the free agency moves, which they did with Fitzpatrick, obviously. But I think this is the year, like, they're going to, they do good in the draft. And I don't think they're going to do anything like Scott's saying here. So I agree.
1: Um, Devin Gerber says... Similar to Scott, the Steelers will draft someone very random that probably isn't a first-round talent.
0: I don't think random. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with them. maybe not a first-round talent, but I don't think random. I think it'll just be one of those guys where it's like, eh. Someone, we didn't no make the wrong predicting. move on paper, but he just didn't pan out the way we hoped.
1: Yeah. I, I th- I've I think read this more as, like, we're going to take someone that no-experts for mm-hmm. anything right now. Then the last two, that's from Devin Gerber. The last two here are from uh, Brandon Dargate. Oh, okay. Um, the Steelers draft a quarterback in the second round, which I know we talked a little bit about before. I would love that. Yeah. I'd
0: love that. I'd absolutely love it. I hope it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Kyle Trask is a viable option at number t- at the second mm-hmm. at the second round. Um, like we said like a lot of a lot of teams like that need quarterbacks are getting it much earlier than us and on the swing back route there's not any teams that need a quarterback at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So definitely, yeah.
1: And I be- hope so. So, I'd be cool with. I know you and Dargan are are in uh, agreements here. I personally, I just said this so many times during this mock draft Mm -hmm. line, line, line. We need a line. Yeah, I hear that. If we have an early second round pick, we got to go a lineman that should have been first round that fell. And I think you can get someone like Trask or there's another quarterback out there counting something Mm -hmm. in the third round. Yeah. Because you're saying a lot of teams are going to need quarterbacks at a certain point that maybe if we think we can get Trask or someone third round, we should do that and keep. It it depends uh, on how bold they are.
0: depends on how bold they are. If they think that Kyle Trask can follow the third round, then yeah. Yeah. Maybe not go for the quarterback until the third round. I
1: I just don't see us going. I
0: see what you're saying about the line, especially with the recent retirements we've had. Mm
1: -hmm. It's, we do need a line. Our line's very desperate.
0: It's just, it's going to be based off what's at the board at that time.
1: I agree. The last one from Dorge. I I lied. Pitts is involved in this one. Miami takes Pitts and then Najee and Etienne. Um, the Jets take no so it's either Miami takes Pitts or then either Najee and Etienne. The Jets take Najee the other one of Najee or Etienne, then the Steelers are gonna be forced to take their lineman or a linebacker when it comes to their turn. So his bull prediction is that both running backs that we have our eyes on, the first round running backs will both be gone by the time we get there. Okay. so we're gonna have to go front first line first round lineman which I know that Baymore barmore or whatever the guy from mm-hmm. Alabama has been like we've been looking at him a lot so if that is the case we're probably he's probably right where we're gonna go that lineman um the
0: only team I could see going for a running back before us is the Jets yeah um other than that I mean maybe Denver because they did lose Philip Lindsay all they have is Melvin Gordon now maybe they want a guy to
1: back him up mm-hmm. um aside from that I mean see, I think I think, the, I think the Miami's more likely to take another running back but the, more than the Jets, really? Yeah, because who's Miami have? That guy, with the face. No idea. They have nobody. That's why I call, everyone thought. I Carson know they have somebody
0: there. decent. Uh, get no, no. It's oh, fuck. It was somebody like decent, and then he got hurt.
1: I can't remember. I'm looking it up because I don't even. If know you him. tell me the
0: name, I can tell you he was decent. <laughs> they lost Ballage. I know that.
1: Gaskin. Gaskin. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was always hurt, though. Yeah, he was hurt. His second round, their second, uh, like, I don't on the depth chart is Malcolm Brown.
0: <laughs> not bad, though.
1: I mean, I, I think. think I, are, he's I a think good if, vulture.
0: He's I, a good vulture.
1: All I'm saying is I think they're more likely to take a running back more than the Jets would before us.
0: I don't think taking him before us. I, th- I can see them taking a running back after, after their there? second pick.
1: Uh, in the second round. So, I mean, both their picks are before us, right? Yeah, both of them are. But I see. Yeah.
0: I mean, uh, maybe with their second pick. That would hurt. That would hurt. That really I hurt. guess. I guess that's viable, actually. Yeah. That would sting. I, I can see ETN. If both Najee and ETN go <laughs> before the I, don't first first be pick, pick. I don't think oh, both of them I don't think both of them
1: That'll hurt.
0: It could happen, though.
1: I can also see if we don't get Najee. Uh, we, we don't go ETN. We I would agree there.
0: then we go for. I mean, there's no way Kyle Pitts is there at that point. So, I would say... I mean, the Kyle Pitts part linebacker.
1: was just saying, like, the first pick for Miami would be Kyle Pitts. Okay. The second one will be one of the two running backs. The Jets' second pick will be one of the one, two running the backs. other running back, yeah. and then we're fucked. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that would sting. So, you but, say Zach Wilson? We'll yeah, go for a lineback. Because Jets and Miami both, and both
1: have two point. picks before us, and they're gonna go, Jets are going to go Zach Wilson one of the two, and... I will go Calpits one or two.
0: Honestly, though, that's absolute worst case scenario for our situation right now. And taking alignment at this point with the losses we've had, I don't think it's horrible. No. It just sucks because like the value of the lineman is not going to be where we're at in the draft.
1: Yeah, and I know a lot of Pittsburgh sports media guys are all saying, "Don't take a running back; take the lineman," which I kind of see their point. I do too, but we just need a good running back. We just need a good running back. Yeah. Because we're just going to have the same shit as last year. We're going to have guys getting, like, two yards of carry. Mm-hmm. It's going to be horrible to watch. Yeah. I mean, we have a solid ragtag group of running backs right now, but we need the one. You need the one. We yeah, need at least need, one good one with the supporting cast we mm-hmm. have. Oh, our supporting our, – right now we have uh, Ballage, uh, McFarlane, and Benny Snell. Mm-hmm. And those three are this great – all great second running backs. They're, not, nice they're not the go-to guy. Yeah.
0: I, I like those two questions, though.
1: Yeah, that, thanks, thanks for writing in your bold predictions uh, to the people who did, and we'll see if any of them come true. But all right, anything else with football or the draft you want to toss in? I just can't wait.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. I, I plan on watching it this time. Uh, we're going to see what plays out. With that, though, let's take it over to pop culture.
2: So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace,
0: drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right, and let's move into pop culture. All right. pop. pop 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 all right so first up world combat dropped this past friday i obviously watched it the day it came out <laughs> um overall so you didn't see it so i don't want to spoil too much um overall it was different than what i anticipated but in a really good way uh it was one of those movies like when i was done watching it i was like not sure but after thinking about it i was like i liked it mm. um the reviews, I think IGN gave it like a 7 or something like that, a real rookie score. Um, what My takeaway, so like they did a lot of things that were different from the games, but which I didn't like at first when I was watching, but like when you look at it from a movie franchise standpoint, it's kind of things you have to do to establish a franchise so that you don't have to give all this exposition for all these characters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the one thing I'll say, so like it's when they have powers and shit like that, they in the movie they say it's ar- your arcana, so it's like this like inner power that you have to ex- like you have to find yourself through mm-hmm. you know doing things. Um, so that's kind of like how like how Kano shoots lasers out of his eye and shit like that. Like in the game, it's a robotic eye that he gets through like this whole exchange he has in his past. But in here, they're just like, oh yeah, he had this thing happen now he can do that. Okay, so I get why they had to do shit like that. Um, Make it easier on the story for a movie. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then the other thing I had that was like weird, different. Um, a lot of people died that I wasn't anticipating. One that I really liked that I like didn't want to die. <laughs> so that that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. But like in the end of the day, this movie like death is not ultimate. So they can come back in different ways. So I'm not like that upset about it. I think overall it's a great way to start the movie, uh, franchise. There was no tournament though. So like a lot of people were given like some shit because of that. But it's kinda hard, it's kinda better that they didn't do a tournament in my opinion, because you can kinda set that up for the future.
1: So there wasn't a tournament? Then what's the invitation? You know, in the So the shit. other
0: the other thing that isn't in the games is they're not like chosen like what they said essentially is you get this birthmark on your chest or body, whatever. And it's of a dragon, and that means you're, like, the chosen champion of Earth. Okay. The Earth realm. So, in the games, it's not a thing. It's just, like, if you're badass enough, it's like, hey, you want to come do this? Mm-hmm. Like, But in the movies, that's how they kind of, like, oh, you are you can be, you can find the tournament. Okay. So. <laughs> that's, that's our
1: main character that's not in the games. That's his role. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he and he was good. Um, easily, you can easily call who it's going to be at the end. It's not, they didn't, like, make it a twist or anything like that. It was kind of like a reveal, but it wasn't, like, hyped up, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, who am I? It's like, oh, we know who you are, you know. Yeah. Um, I liked his character. His ability is cool. I won't, like, spoil that information. Um, All the fights were phenomenal. The fatalities they did were great. Um, I loved everything about the action sequences in this movie. Um, Overall, I think it was a great watch definitely go check it out on HBO Max or in theaters, whatever you fancy. Um, And they definitely left some openings for sequels. Nice. So, like, the one that they've been speculating before the movie came out was Johnny Cage's confirmed for the sequel. They kind of, like, confirmed that in the movie itself, too, at the end. So, Mm -hmm. I I am excited for where this is going to go. I hope they do. They have a lot of Easter eggs in there where they can easily open up some other uh, segues in the future franchises, so... I'm excited for that. I hope they do it, and I hope it gets the uh, the popularity to allow them to do so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the only other things I had um, some other trailers dropped tomorrow. War, it's like an Amazon Prime movie, I guess. Yeah, and it's essentially Chris Pratt in a different version of like Independence Day, where it's just a ground war with the aliens. Okay.
1: So, I, mean, I, saw, I saw the trailer like with District you. District
0: 9 and um, Independence Day like have a little baby. Okay. I so, mean, it looks
1: sweet from the trailer. But yeah, it, it, of cool. it, were... it was like a
0: little quick teaser. It wasn't even really a trailer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it looks cool. Um, I think with Chris, Pat- with Chris Pratt, it's not going to be like a horrible movie. Yeah. So I think that's a good sign of things that come there. Uh, the Conjuring 3 also dropped their trailer. It's called The Devil Made Me Do It. <laughs> 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 Why'd you make The Conjuring 3? The devil made me do it. I know you're not big into those franchises. The other spin-offs aren't typically that great. Mm-hmm. But the Conjuring movies themselves have been good. So I think this movie has potential. Um, but it's one of those things like the trailers don't give it the justice. you got to see the movie to figure out if it's good or not. Um, what else? Uh, so we'll get to like the Falcon Winter Soldier finale later. But they did confirm following the finale that Captain America 4 is going to be happening. Uh, it's going to be with uh, Anthony Mackie. And it's going to be with the uh, show director for the Falcon Winter Soldier show. Okay. So he's going to be also directing the movie. I'm cool with that, too. Uh, Marvel kind of alluded that they are rumoring that Chris Evans is going to be returning as Captain America. But it's not going to be in this movie. It's going to be a separate project. Okay. So I like that, too. I do. I do too. I think Captain America four. If you are bringing Chris Evans back in some like side project, it shouldn't be in Captain America four. Absolutely, can be fucked up. You gotta,
1: give Sam. <laughs> it would shine. take
0: away. Yeah, it would take away the limelight from Anthony Mackey's Captain America.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Also, from the MonsterVerse uh, movies, they kind of alluded, So they announced that the director of King uh, Kong vs. Godzilla is going to be doing the next one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. They kind of alluded that it might be Son of Kong. Okay, I don't even know what that means. I, didn't I, mean, even I have account. no idea what that means. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. Where?
1: How's he bang? Who's he bang?
0: I don't know. Does he reproduce asexually? Is uh, it like the weird rocks like do shit? I don't know. But I'm not against it. Is he going to be bigger? I would hope so.
1: Or is it an origin for King Kong? That's not Skull. Island. Ooh, because Kong. And you know they did kind of like that would be kind of really cool mm-hmm. to have a
0: whole movie set in Hollow Earth yeah like and you just have like the kongs yeah you just have the war that eliminated the kongs and it just leaves
1: that's the only thing i can think they can do wow that would
0: be (laughs) sweet that would be fucking cool i don't know like budget wise
1: because sometimes it's like son of whatever a certain area and they love
0: throwing their humans in the movie so i think they wouldn't be able to do that in this
1: that's the only complaint with my
0: idea there but But, um, yeah, I am excited for that. We're going to get more details from that later, obviously. But we'll see how it plays out. Um, Russell Crowe sort of confirmed that he's going to be playing Zeus in the new Thor 4, more Thor, Thor
1: Thor. Thor 4, more Thor.
0: Thor 4, more Thor. Yeah. (laughs) They should have just called it that. It just made America struggle. Yeah, yeah. Fucking saying the title.
1: Like every news
0: outlet talking about it has to
1: say (laughs) it. Yeah.
0: Taika Waititi's doing, like, interviews for the press. He's like, no, say the title. Like, the whole thing.
1: <laughs> Here's a director from the new Thor project. No, what is it called? What is it called? <sighs> Thor 4, more Thor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but, yeah. So, I mean, we kind of got that vibe with, uh, you know, we got Helen Mirren playing one of the Greek goddesses. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think there was another casting for another Greek goddess in that movie, too. I can't remember.
1: I, I, I can't keep it straight between uh, yeah. Shazam and so Yeah, I was going like, it's so similar to Shazam. And yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, so we'll have to see how that one plays out too. There you go. This is a weird one I have. I don't know. So it was under movies for Screen Ramp, but I don't know if it's going to be. It seems more like a TV show. Okay. So I just put it under movies because it was under movies. They're doing a live action Fairly Odd Parents reboot. Again. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> on Paramount Plus? Yeah, on Paramount Plus. I don't, know, I, don't yeah, I don't know.
0: I'm at. I mean, the fir- I don't, did you ever see the first the one? The
1: Drake Bell one? Yeah, Drake Bell. Yeah, it was awful. Drake Bell I, was I didn't Jimmy watch Surfer. the whole thing. I mean, I was also past an age where I was done watching it, mm-hmm. and, but I think I would started watching it the one day, because Fairly Parents is one of my favorite cartoons when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and it was awful. Gotcha, gotcha. Baby Poof, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But that was all I had for Things movies. Things went down whenever ba- uh, Baby Poof was involved, even mm-hmm. though I liked the episode where... Baby Poof was introduced. Yeah. After that, though, it just sucked. Um, I have something for me before you want to get in the Oscar stuff. What do, um, what do you got? I saw it right before I got here, and I forgot to mention it until right now. we start going through things. Okay. They released another trailer for Luca. Oh, Pixar really? movie. Oh, wait, where they get more is. into what the plot is. Oh, what is it about? And It's basically um, there's a fish community under this water, and it's mm-hmm. Luca and his one buddy. Yeah. The one buddy's kind of a bad boy, and he, like... Goes up on the surface, and then when you dry off, you can shape shift into a human boy. Okay. And, like, Luca's parents are like, don't do it, but then they, they go up anyways. Okay. And at the whole time, like, they're like, they're, <clears throat> they meet a, a girl, and they have, like, they, those three are, like, a threesome, and, then like, they fucking have, they start getting into wacky adventures that get the humans mad at them, and they just keep trying to avoid... But like, anytime they get wet, they turn back to the fish. Okay. So like, there's like a bunch of shots in the trailer where they get wet, they have to quickly hide it, and it just seems like they're gonna get into something with the humans that don't like fish. Okay. So they have to like kind of hide their. So
0: identity. it's the plot of Little Mermaid mixed with Gremlins.
1: Essentially, <laughs> uh, you, I'll send you two after this so you can check it out. It's. It. it, it I don't know how I feel cool about it.
0: Imagine the Little Mermaid, but anytime Ariel gets wet, she turns back into a mermaid.
1: And she gets like, stranded on. And her. we
0: animate it. Uh, I love it, Luca. All right, give uh, it to me.
1: That's like the, that's like the pitch meeting. <laughs> the screenwriter <laughs> pitch meeting. Yeah, right. cool that
0: So uh, the Oscars took place this past week. So I was going to run through some of the big ones uh, and just name the winners and whatnot. Uh, so actor in a leading role. The winner was Anthony Hopkins, the father. Um no, Chatter- will, Yeah, Chad Chatter- yeah, Chatter- no, Boseman did not win it. But, uh, I think Hopkins apparently, like,
1: you know, gave him props and his... Yeah, well, I listened to the speech. He wasn't even there. He didn't even think he was going to get it. Yeah. And he basically, like, at the end of his speech, he said, this is thank you so much. uh quick. I one of those shout out Yeah. Trevor Bozeman. Um, it sucks because, I mean, I didn't see any of these movies, but, like, that's the last movie Trevor Bozeman will be in. So, I kind of wish he won for it.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, actor in supporting role. The winner was Daniel Kaluuya. In Judas and the Black Messiah,
1: so I, I didn't see it, but I heard nothing but great things from his
0: performance. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, actress in a leading role winner was Frances McDormand
1: in Nomadland, which is a big winner. Yeah, I heard. Did you, I, I didn't see that movie, but I heard it's like very artsy. Mm-hmm. Like there's only like twenty minutes worth of talking. Really, I I, I didn't hear yeah. that. Um, um, the one person Barcel who's seen Nomadland and loves it didn't think that the actor should have won, <laughs> but they think that the movie should have <clears throat> won.
0: Okay. Actress in supporting role. Winner was uh, Yu Jung Yeon in Monera. Okay. Animated feature film. Winner was Soul. Onward didn't win.
1: I take care.
0: Rip. <laughs> uh, cinematography. Winner was Mank. Uh, Eric Messerschmidt. Okay. I'll do no there. Uh, directing. Winner was Land, Chloe Zhao. Mm-hmm. Who is also going to be the director for uh, the Eternals movie? Oh, really? Yeah, that's who they snagged for the Eternals movie. Good move by Marvel, mm-hmm. getting her before like the Academy Awards and all that bullshit. When her resume would be fucking now, it'd be way harder like, to get her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good call. Um, what else we got here? Makeup, music, original score. When it was sold. Makes sense for a movie like that. Yeah, I guess a movie
1: about a musician.
0: <laughs> it has kind of has to win music. Uh, original song winner was "Fight for You" from *Juice and the Black Messiah* by her. Okay, her. She's she's in popular lately. Recently, mm-hmm. best picture was *Nomadland*.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what else we got? Short film, Best Dress. Who's that? Visual effects winner was tenant. So Christopher Nolan got his Oscar nom. Yeah, there <laughs> his Oscar go. win. There he goes. He's happy now.
1: I mean that. I feel like that has a clear cut winner. That mm-hmm. the visual effects were crazy.
0: Um, writing for adapted screenplay was the Father, and okay. winner for original screenplay was Promising a Woman. Heard and amazing things from both. That's that's
1: pretty much it. Yeah, boring Oscars, but mainly yeah, because I feel a, like yeah, their movies never really saw. Mm-hmm. and it's it's like movies that people. It's, it's a tough year for movies.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So they're like they they
0: had to be like selective
1: what they picked.
0: Mm-hmm. But all right, with that, let's take it over to TV. Uh, leading mm-hmm. off, then Falcon and Winter Soldier finale got some mixed reviews
1: from a lot of critics. We both watched it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Overall thoughts: um, There's two problems I had. Uh, other than that, I love mm-hmm. Sam's outfit. I love the uh, new Sam cap. Cancer. It's part of the wings, the shield. Everything mm-hmm. was so sweet. All yeah, the actions were sweet. Uh, the only things I didn't like was the big reveal that Sharon Carter was the power broker because <laughs> everyone saw it coming from a mile away. <laughs> like It would have been way cooler if they said maybe she's number two and the real power broker is like Artem Zola mm-hmm. or something sweet like that. Uh, so I, I think that that reveal was like a duh, like less wind-out-of-your-sails type reveal. Mm-hmm. And the other one was whenever, my other complaint was whenever, after they beat the Flag Smashers and Sam was back, they have a full-on political debate for five minutes yeah. in front of, of the victims and the news cameras. Like, that would have been way better. I like everything Sam said. I like the fact that they had that in there. Mm-hmm. But if they would change setting, like after the battle, the next couple of days, he's in testifying about what happened from his end. Yeah, You know I mean? Kind of, clear carly's Mm -hmm. name yeah like a a debriefing yeah or something yeah that that would have been way better i agree um i get where they wanted to have it on camera so like it shows people around the country like Mm -hmm. the torres guy and isaiah bradley and his nephew or grandson whatever he is Mm -hmm. like that would been. i mean that's cool they had that but yeah other than that i love the action i love the suit i love isaiah bradley thing at the end yeah, that was a great way to uh, close that storyline. Mm-hmm. I love um, that, that uh, Bucky finally went and told that guy. They laughed yeah, at his said son. they cut it short,
0: but you know. yeah,
1: yeah. But I'm I mean, I'm cool with that. I, I still think I like that they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love my boy Johnny Walker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're still on board with him. I, I I was never off. I was never off. So. I think,
0: obviously, so with the end of that, we the end credit scene was essentially setting up him officially as USS Soldier. US agent. US, US agent, agent John Walker, I mean, yeah. And then um, it's a, it could be setting up, like, so we were always projecting, like, before the show came out, it was going to be, like, General Ross at the end and the yeah. Thunderbolts. Maybe they just have her do the Thunderbolts or a version or iteration of the Thunderbolts. Or she
1: recruits people for Yeah,
0: for the same thing. They do the same missions or something. Yeah,
1: which I think I think that's hundred percent what that's are mm-hmm. setting up.
0: And maybe he'll be like the guy that flips. You know, like yeah. maybe like he's the bad guy and then they're like, How do we beat this team? And it's like, I'll tell you, these guys are fucked yeah. up. Well,
1: Thunderbolts is like the suicide squad. hmm They're uh villains doing like missions. Okay. So he could just be like the Rick Flag, okay, of the Thunderbolts. Yeah, the okay, guy that's it. like not necessarily a locked up felon like Zemo is because he's one of the leaders of the Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like kind of like the guy they kind of have like on the good side of it in there just okay. to keep him straight. Um,
0: and then Zemo's on the raft. Speaking of him, yeah, So he's on the raft. He's the Wakandans took him there, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. I mean, I kind of was hoping he'd just be on Wakanda. yeah con in prison that'd be sweet but whatever i guess um they'd need
1: him on the raft because thunderbolt was in charge of the raft yeah that's true too um and then the after credit scene was sharon carter being uh what's it called what's that called um oh yeah she was getting pardoned pardoned.
0: yeah and now she's got all this access to like government shit Mm -hmm. and she's evil
1: (laughs) yeah another thing i have about sharon being a power broker If she's a power broker, why did she lead Zemo, Bucky, and Sam to her cash cow who makes the serum, and then on top of that, why'd she fight everyone when she's the one to put the bounty out? Like, she could have done... It could have been way easier for her. Way easier. She wouldn't have killed her cash cow. So I feel that,
0: and it might be just, like, giving them credit where it's not due, Mm -hmm. but... In the end, she probably got more with the pardon because she got access to all the government information. I feel in like the Super Sol-
1: Soldier Serum was way more money for her than Government the, Secrets. Because even in the phone call, when she walks out, she said, Yeah, I'm out on the serum now, but I have something else I can offer you. So she already knew like, the serum would have been more money, anyways. Maybe. Maybe there's more to it. I don't know. I, don't know, I, think it was just I feel a, that, though. I think it was one of those story plots that got misconstrued whenever mm-hmm. the. Uh, the story had to be re- rewritten because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, these shows, these Marvel
0: shows are good, mm-hmm. but they're not like, wow.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? And, and that's, that's just kind of what sucks.
1: And that was what I had problem with end of WandaVision. It was a great ending. It just, mm-hmm. I wanted it's like mind-bending MCU-type yeah. reveals. Yeah, dude. And <laughs> I, you're not getting
0: them. And we're not getting it. And, you know, you have to understand that to appreciate the shows more. Yeah. And I did, I did it, it did make me appreciate Falcon and Winter Soldier more. Oh As yeah, show. because if I was expecting like crazy shit to happen, yeah, and I got let down, I would not have liked the show that much at all. I agree, but since I had the low expectation because of WandaVision, it went
1: better. I still like the finale. I still like the show. It was a mm-hmm. whole. Mm-hmm.
0: But all right, uh, anything else with that no. finale?
1: Uh, right. I bet Sharon Carter comes back in Armor Wars. I'm just saying. Yeah, she's yeah. probably gonna be a big, big yeah. uh, character in that. Yeah.
0: Uh, Next up I had, so House of Blood, the Game of Thrones prequel starts filming uh, either this next month in May or in June.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. So, good for them. Hopefully we get some footage soon. Um, Also, they're making a Flintstones sequel show. Nice. It's in the works where Elizabeth Banks is going to be adult pebbles. (laughs) This is awful. This is awful. Cartoon? Uh, I don't know. I, I Hopefully. Think, I, I don't know what their plan is, but I, I don't know. I Hopefully mean, Elizabeth Banks playing. is better when she's not directing, mm-hmm. so I'll give it that, but I, I'm not expecting much. Yeah, I'm either. <laughs> and the last thing I had was uh, Elon Musk is going to be on your show, SNL, in
1: May. Mm-hmm. A lot of cast members are not for it. I think A. D. Bryant, Bowen and Yang, Andrew Dissnukes, and Cecily Strong all kind of not straight-up said – yo, fuck this. Mm-hmm. But they all start posting shit on social media, like uh, talking about the uh, the wealth in this country and how it's like the top 1% and all that shit, basically taking shots at the like, It's almost. like, look, he's not getting a paycheck to come do
0: SNL. No. He's just doing it for I think it will be fine. Like, yeah, and he's a, he's a funny dude. I could see it being a successful episode. I do too. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, like you were saying earlier pre-pod, like they had Trump on. Yeah. there's no problem with that, even though Trump's probably far more... <laughs> More more controversial than Elon Musk would be, ever be.
1: Oh yeah, Elon <laughs> Musk is going to come on and do some like lame weed jokes and then yeah, yeah, yeah everyone's going to laugh. Man, I'd be pumped to like meet Elon Musk. I sweet. think you Miley Cyrus too. And so like, even like, if th- you're
0: meeting Elon Musk, maybe you can get like I don't know some networking abilities or some shit. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, why not? Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, fuck. They're not looking at the opportunities they have. Mm-hmm. So uh, someone said, uh, I think KFC said, "If I was Elon Musk and this is going on, I'll just buy the network." <laughs> 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 or. or, or or, or pay uh, a bunch of actors who look <laughs> eerily similar to the actors who are, like, being, like, anti elon and just wow. have them stand in. That'd be so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because he said, you know the fucking network and Lauren don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about what these cast members are actually saying. No. Nah, yeah. <laughs> but, all right.
0: Uh, next up, music. Not a lot of James this week. Um, I have four. Pick, mm-hmm. pick one.
1: <laughs> okay. All right.
0: So I'll
1: start with... Oh Wait, uh, TV real quick. I watched Home Economics the first two episodes. Oh, yeah. It's nothing like... It's not like, oh, my God, I'm hooked. Mm-hmm. But it's not bad. Like I, I'd i probably give it... I think Ron Tommaso is 80%, but IMDb has a 6 out of 10. I'd probably give it around 6 out of 10 right now. Okay. Okay.
0: Um. All right. Well, I got five, actually, a lot for music. All right. But first one is Come Through... Her and Chris Brown Slower song But it's top of the charts So I figured I'd just Throw it in for the Why not Like the the Baby making song You know Like this isn't like The Fifty Shades sequel Or something Yeah Uh, Next up Save Your Tears Remix with Ariana Grande I'll just Skip the her part
1: This is a uh, Weekend, right? Yeah. I mm-hmm.
0: think she has a birthday already,
2: actually.
0: I mean, she's a perfect vibe for that
1: song. No, definitely.
0: Yeah. Uh, Alright. Uh, I have I Need Some of That by Weezer. Oh, Weezer. Hello, yeah, Weezer. Boys. I feel like this will be it for you. Alright. We'll see.
1: I like those. Weezer's been great. New
0: weezer has been great, dude. Next up I have Liddy, uh Young Stoner Life, Young Thug, and The Baby.
1: This is one of the songs I'm gonna like, ironically. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Stuff i had is shotas lala by money bag yo money bag yo chop been running with some chopping on bitch and i said what i said money your all right that's what I got. It wasn't a great week for music.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, obviously okay. a Weezer song, but right. I'm biased because I'm a big Weezer guy. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I agree with you though. I mean, I think it's the best song
0: that's been presented. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, your jam of the week. I need some of that by Weezer. You can check out the Talking Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify to see all of the jams of the week and as well as other songs we fucked with. Um, but with that, Ryan, take it away with the closing statements.
1: All right. another week in the books. Um, working on getting these episodes on Spotify, so keep an eye out for that. Um, at DareJ Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Go follow us, uh, interact with us, DM us. Uh, Koozies for sale. You can DM us about that if you're interested. Um, yeah, Two Chains line of the week. Got a tool with a screw missing. Two girls in the pool kissing. Damn. Living the good life. Yeah, that's that on Drake that came out recently. No lie. No. Nah recently not recently the one before I am on it oh oh life is good no oh, oh whatever all right see you guys <laughs> all right peace
2: in up. case you couldn't tell i guess i'm doing well this is just part of our survival she said that i don't care as she swept back her hair i guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of flying But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know Stones throw, the things you learn are always showing. Oh, baby, I think I know why you aren't left behind. These things are contradicting. I know somewhere that I will pass you by with a sunset in the sky. Do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. It's questions that you're